This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you, thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everybody to the show for this Wednesday morning. Almost over the hump. That's why they call it Hump Day. And thank you for joining us. We have a lot coming up on the show today. And we're going to go around. Everybody's going to share what they're working on this morning. Uh, we've got we've got our uh, funniest news bloopers from the month of August ready to go. And also posted at buzzadamshow.com. So if you want to see the, the reel of funniest news bloopers from last month, you can see that now at buzzadamshow.com. It looks like uh, the dictionary, or one of the dictionaries, has uh, added a bunch of words. They've also changed, like, uh, just as an example, uh, when you're referring to someone's uh, racial background as being black, you're supposed to capitalize the being black. Uh, So good to know. Lisa's going to have the rock news coming up a bit later. Oh, also, uh, one of the one of the big pro-masking, pro-mask politicians was caught not wearing a mask Ooh. indoors in a situation where they totally were supposed to be wearing a mask. I don't even think they were supposed to be there. Yeah. Well, but it but see what people aren't factoring in is that this person is famous and rich and powerful, mm, so the rules don't apply to them, yeah. right? Uh, Krispy Kreme is dropping four new donuts on you. It's four different varieties of pumpkin spice flavor. So I guess in addition to pumpkin spice flavor, it's now like, well, yeah, it's pumpkin spice, but it's also... Somehow they were able to get four different varieties. (laughs) Right, they were able to milk four different varieties of donuts. Pumpkin cinnamon spice. Pumpkin Uh caramel spice. Pumpkin nutmeg spice? There you go. Is it really? Really? No, but oh. all of those spices are in pumpkin spice. That's why I said the nutmeg one. Yeah. What was it? What's the? There's like one more ingredient in that, isn't there? Cloves. Cloves. Yeah. All right. I Any had cardamom? for the first time a pumpkin spice latte, and Lisa told me she was getting me a pumpkin spice latte, but then I forgot, so I'm drinking it. I just thought it was my regular chai tea. I, I couldn't tell much of a difference. See, I usually get chocolate drinks, so I could totes tell a difference. All right. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and do this. Uh, go around the room and everybody talk about what they're working on today. And Brandon, how about sports? The NBA playoffs continued. A lot of games last night and some exciting action in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, against Boston Celtics, they took a two games to zero series lead over the defending champion Toronto Raptors in Game Seven last night yeah. between the Jazz and the Nuggets. Also, Ezekiel Elliott, he's making a pretty bold claim about the 2020 Cowboys. All right. Um, oh, and Giselle uh, totally bashed um, Belichick and the Patriots. You know, I was going to ask you: Are you going to do that in sports? Because I've, it's, well, uh, I mean, I've, if, I've, if you I've don't want to do it, it in sports, it's it's. Kind of soap opera ish. Yeah, a little I, bit, I was going to do it in sports, but I was going to mention like this is something that we could and should talk about. Yeah, so at some point in the show. Yeah, so j- it, this is a story all about how. My, no, it's uh, it involves Tom Brady, mm-hmm. his coach Bill Belichick, his wife Giselle, 
and the team owner, Robert Kraft, and that Tom Brady was not being given the respect he deserved from Belichick, according to uh, Giselle. So, right, it's a, it's a lot... It's a lot more gossipy than it is like hard sports related, but it's, it's still pretty totally interesting. Worth talking about, yeah. <laughs> it totally is. Uh, Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have coming up in entertainment this morning? You ever turned on? Do you ever turn them on? Yeah, I do. Oh no, sorry, I was on the phone. Oh, all right. We got a call. We do. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get to that in ju- just a moment. Jeez, caller, way to throw things off already. We're not used to phone calls this mm-hmm. early. What do we do? So, I'm thrown off. What are we doing? Uh, oh, you're going to talk up in entertainment oh, news. Oh, right, my thing. <laughs> Fans want Chadwick Boseman's uh, a statue of Chadwick Boseman to replace a Confederate statue in his hometown. Cool. Uh, yeah. Done. I mean, more how do I donate? 15,000 people have signed a petition. What is Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman's hometown? Anderson, South Carolina. That was a case where I'd see, I'd already seen Chadwick Boseman in uh, movies. I saw him play Jackie Robinson. I saw the yeah. one where he played James Dirk. Brown. What Marshall. a coincidence. His movie, 42, is going to be re-released in theaters as well. Aww. Even after I'd seen him as Black Panther in, in mm-hmm. Avengers Civil War, in my mind I thought, oh, this is like a British actor. Uh, you know, uh-huh. and, and then I, I saw him in an interview it's like, Oh, he's American. He's American. I just, yeah. I just yeah. thought he was, you know, it, it, like on Walking Dead where you see somebody and then you see him interviewed like you see. And they have that British accent. Right. And all a British. Well, and also just the way that <laughs> they even said they're like, he would carry himself just in real life in like, like that, like royalty. Like a very regal yes. manner. They said he was like very just elegant and he was regal just in his everyday life. So I didn't realize that him and Michael B. Jordan, they've known each other since they were, since Michael was like 17. I didn't know that either until you posted that video yesterday. Right? It was uh, like, it's a really long video. It's like 17 minutes. But is yeah. Is that at Buzz Adams show or, or where could they, we find that? Is it the on internet? Uh, me crying my eyes out <laughs> on my it, Facebook it's page. It's one of the right, videos right, right. circulating that makes a tribute to him. Well, who is the, uh, who is the Confederate statue of? Uh, you know what? I does not say here, but I will find out who it is. But like a confederate. Somebody yeah. racist. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I do appreciate getting a call this early. It's just kind of, uh, you know, we usually don't get calls this Scarce. early. Also, but. excuse that it's not in the Skype. My Skype's not working. I'll fix that. Um, this is actually Padilla from the chat. Oh, Padilla. Good morning, Padilla. How you doing, Buzz? Good. What's up? Love the show. Uh, whenever y'all talk about celebrities or uh, anything else, but whenever y'all talk about politics, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been to your Facebook page, and <laughs> it's like uh, anything that is not 100% pro-Trump, it seems like, it would make your blood boil. Ooh, Buzz is stalking you. Yeah, well, uh, I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate anybody's opinion, you know, but uh, uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on something. Yep. Uh what do you think about the Black 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 Lives Matters protester organizer saying that it's okay to loot and destroy buildings because they have insurance? I disagree with. Disagree. It. I don't so think it's I don't think it's all right to know. loot or destroy property or to steal property. I'm I'm not for any of that. So you don't agree with them then? I don't agree with that statement as you're relaying it to me. Okay, then I guess we got that out of the way. One other question. <laughs> All okay. right, respect. Moving was that on. the was that the wrong answer? I, and, I mean, um, I guess yeah. I mean, like you can uh, disagree with 
with the overall message that they're sending, which is in racism, but you don't agree Look, with... Look, I, I, see, I see your post, and, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to think if you specifically... Yeah, you call Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization, right? I, I think I've seen you post no, that before. No, I, I've actually never posted that. I think that was somebody else, but... Hmm. I, I agree with Black Lives Matter, their message, mm-hmm. and racism, and all that stuff, but I don't agree with destroying buildings and looting us. We can agree with that, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know you know who else doesn't agree with that? Joe Biden. Yeah. So. But one uh, other question, Buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, since you're a liberal now against Trump. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. If I'm against Trump, that doesn't mean I'm a liberal. That means I'm still a conservative. But I don't agree with the direction the party's gone in. Well, I want to get your opinion on this question. I brought this up to uh, Brandon a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. Um, Liberals agree with letting um, males who think they're females compete with girls in female sports in high school. What do you think about that? You're saying all liberals think that males ought to compete with females in high school sports? Yes, a lot of schools are doing this just so they won't, quote-unquote, be prejudiced or discriminate. I, I, first of all, I would challenge the assertion that every liberal thinks this way and every conservative thinks a certain way. Well, are, are you saying that liberals don't want to let people be... I think, Padilla, here's what I think. I think you go to a lot of websites and they they send these things out and and you eat them up with a spoon. You just believe everything you're reading at these websites and you buy into this whole narrative that all liberals think alike like a monolith. You know, they all have this opinion. Oh, this one person in Black Lives Matter said it's okay to loot and burn buildings. Therefore, based on your misreading of the situation, you think everybody's going to agree with that. I I think your premise is faulty, Padilla. Okay, well, let me ask Lisa this. Uh, Lisa. What up? If, if a man that is 48 years old believes he's a female, do you agree with that? If a man who he, is 48 years old believes he's a female. Yes, and he wants to go into the restroom with you to use the restroom. Are you okay with that? Are I, you saying the person is transgender? Yes. If it's a transgender person, then I wouldn't have a problem with it, no. Okay, Buzz, your daughter, you have a daughter, right? So do I. Um, would you let your, uh, say, I, I don't know what age... Padilla, I obviously have not thought about this as much as you have. I mean, I have not laid awake at night looking at the ceiling and trying to figure out, you know, what I think about transgender people using a restroom it's just not not that's something exactly. that it's not something that occupies a lot of my headspace yeah but see also padilla have you ever known anyone who is transgender or gone through that struggle uh personally no but okay I right so, so your so, entire so me, impression hold on, hold on, is what on, you I, read on yeah on so let me websites. go ahead and give you a little bit of a context here so i went to school with someone who was transgender and this is someone who was a male transitioning into a female Technically, this person was a hermaphrodite. And so he, she had decided to go from a he to a she. And this person was getting attacked in the male bathrooms over and over and over again. So if me allowing that person to come and use the bathroom with me is going to help protect another human being, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I think like this is because I saw a documentary 
of a 58-year-old who left his family because he all of a sudden wanted to identify as a six-year-old girl, and he started dressing like a six-year-old girl. And people who didn't agree with them were homophobic or against See, them. but the difference is you're talking about a, a grown adult dressing like a six-year-old. You just asked me if a 48-year-old man who what? identifies as a woman decides they want to use the bathroom. That's a difference right there. You're not saying a little girl. All right. You're saying that this is someone who decides to transition into the other gender. That I am okay with. No, I, I don't, I wouldn't, if so Buzz decided, if Buzz decided he wanted to dress like a six-year-old girl, I would have a serious problem with that. I would have a problem using <laughs> their, his you. bathroom as well. But I'm saying that if a All person right. who decides it, who wants to be their same age, I don't have a problem with that. So you're definitely, you're mixing apples and oranges yeah, you're, here, bro. You're, you're lapping up just a bunch of stuff where you take an extreme, extreme example and then you try and lay it over the framework of of you know the majority of of people and i i just don't think you have the the breadth of experience i don't like you say you don't you've never known a transgender person i would also ask do you know any gay people all right uh, listen Padilla, we'll so. see you in the chat later yeah you know maybe okay. i think you just live in an area where you have not met these other people right. listen i didn't know what to think of Muslims for a long time until I met some Muslims. I finally met some Muslims, and guess what? They didn't turn out to be the monsters that extreme right-wing media makes them out to be. Yeah. So maybe okay, you okay. should do the okay, same thing. No, i got to go. I'll talk to you later. See you in the chat. I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to call back. Get yourself okay. together. That's what you need to do. <laughs> uh, Sid, if we take this call, we're going to have to make it quick. Hi, Sid. Hey, Buzz. Hey, yeah, I'll make this quick. Um, I don't know the guy that was just on the phone or anything, but with what you said about him where he kind of, like, picks different things, sometimes I think you do that. And when I when I say that, um, I remember, like, uh, I guess about a month ago, you told me in your mind you thought I lost 15 IQ points because I still support Trump. Then the second- That's not just you. It's everybody. Everybody that I know that just re- refuses to, to admit that Trump is not a perfect person your IQ, uh, my, what I judge your IQ to be plummets, and I'm well, sorry, that's probably well, just... I never said he was a perfect person, but here's my second thing, real quick, and I'll let you go, sir, is the fact that, um, I'll give you an example, when you say that, when Trump said, this is what Biden's America is, and then you turn around and say, no, Trump's the president, he is, this is his America, and what you're not really focusing on, and this is my perception only, is that no, these places where riots and everything are happening are in the Democratic cities, and these are also the Democratic governors that don't want Trump's help. So it's, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's just everything's about perception when you look at these different sites. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. Like I said, you and I agree to disagree. We don't hate each other. At least I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You have the right to your opinion. Sometimes you are hurtful. Um, because I don't know what my IQ is. I don't know if you know what yours is, but let's just say I did lose 15 points in, uh, from your perspective. Maybe my IQ is still higher than yours. You don't know. I don't know. So, like I said, you kind of pick certain things and put your spin on it as well, you know? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a bad guy, and you do have the right to your opinion. Listen, I have been consistently disappointed by people that I 
you know, held in higher esteem, and I just see them just so wrong on so many issues that. Yeah, but you said I, you know, that people think that he he's without fault, and you know, he he does no wrong. You've never heard me. Say I, that, I would defend. I will defend Sid on this because he has called in several times and said, not everything he does is perfect, but there are things that I agree with, and I ha- he has said that on air with us before. So the blanket that blanket statement is I don't think uh, is. Okay, the news it more is a reflection of me. One of my weaknesses is when I hear somebody being so wrong about something that I know to be false, my moral failing is that I subtract IQ points. It's not your Uh, only moral failing, but... (laughs) All right, I got to go, Sid. Listen, Sid. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, Sid. We'll see you. You too. Yeah, I mean, people have slid way down that I've known just because... Of not only not only the political stuff, but also the handling of this pandemic and the things people say that are just so anti-science, anti-knowledge. I'm sorry. The things you say and the things that you put on your social media affect the way that people are going to think about you. It's like your vocabulary. You know, the words you use, people are going to judge you about how smart they think you are based on that. If I'm falling into some kind of trap here, I apologize. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. You know what? Real quick, there was one sound clip I didn't get to. Are you aware of Tom Hanks' son? Not Colin Hanks. You mean the the, rapper? The rapper one. Yeah. Chet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. He's got like a weird accent. He does a fake Jamaican accent, but he does it often enough, and people have told him, it's like, dude, you're, you know, you're Tom Hanks. Son. We know you. We know why. you're not Jamaican, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but he pulled it out at some, like at the Oscars last year mm-hmm. or this year, I think. Uh, are you aware that Adele, number one, I guess lost a lot of weight. Yep. Number two, wore a Jamaican flag bikini. Oh yeah. And number she three, did. some people thought that that was inappropriate for her to wear a Jamaican uh, flag bikini. I've been to Jamaica, and I know they sell them in the gift shop, so I don't know <laughs> that I agree that it's cultural appropriation See, when you got it at a gift shop. That kind of got me a little worried, too, because I own a lot of, like, Rastafarian clothes. <laughs> okay, like, so... Oh, no. Where did you get that? Right near the beach. Right near the beach. <laughs> no, out of that store at the Sunland Park Mall, they sell a bunch of it. <laughs> okay, so oh, yeah. so the, the story on CNN Entertainment page says Adele caused a stir on social media... Sunday, right. after posting a picture of herself wearing Bantu knots. See, I could see that. I could see people being upset with that. A Jamaican flag bikini top and other carnival wear mm-hmm. popular in Afro-Caribbean cultures. The only way I can... De- I didn't know these were called Bantu knots. The yes. only way I can describe it is if you ever saw Little Rascal's Farina. <laughs> <laughs> Buckwheat's little... I don't even know if it's a little boy So that's little what girl. Adele looks like little now? Girl. That's yes, what that's Adele what looks, looks like. like. Well, it kind of looks like you ordered Katy Perry off Wish. <laughs> okay. Um, she was celebrating a festival. All right. Yeah. That so, they have, I guess, in London. Uh, Which I could, I, I mean, the bathing suit, that's a stretch. But the band two knots, I could, I could see people being upset about that. But everyone you know, in Jamaica, like, everybody, like, you can't walk a block without running into people offering to do your hair. You yeah. Know? Uh, a lot of people were saying, well, she's around a lot of other Jamaican people. If they had a problem with it, then. Well, the the Chet Hanks, or Chet Hayes, as his rap name is. He changed it to Hayes? Well, he goes by Chet Hayes. Okay. Uh, 
he was very thirsty for Adele in oh, her in her Jamaican uh, bikini top. <laughs> so if you thought if you thought maybe Adele was getting close to cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. that's only because you haven't heard Chet Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not him. Oh no, right that's total. That's total. He sounds like he was an extra in Luke Cage season two. Oh, <laughs> I need subtitles to figure out what the hell he was saying. Right near the beach. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, let's get to our Mojo calendar and daily almanac of events and find out who's having birthdays, what kind of special day is it. Of course, we've got a holiday weekend ahead with Labor Day on Monday. It is September the 2nd, uh, VJ Day, which... Uh, does not refer to the MTV VJs. What it is is the uh, date 75 years ago, Japan formally surrendered. Oh. Officially ending World War II. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what happened. Just out of the blue, Japan just decided uh, we've had enough. <laughs> we surrender. And it was 75 years ago uh, that that happened. Today is World Coconut Day, so... Lisa? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's probably offensive. <laughs> um, celebrities today include uh, comedian Cat Williams, who I think, like to white people, he's more famous for getting arrested and getting beat up by middle schoolers. than. But, but he's a big deal for African Americans for his comedy. He's more of a big deal with his whole religious spiels. I wasn't aware of that. I thought his thing was he kind of played like a pimp character. I find him obnoxious, but... Actress Salma Hayek is 54. Like, if you want to talk about somebody who just does not believe in science, go go watch a Cat Williams stand-up special. I've never seen one. I yeah. the only the, the longest video I've ever seen of Cat Williams is the one where he goes to the projects and gets beat up by the kid. Gets beat up by a little by a kid who turns out to be in seventh grade. Uh, former boxing champion, one of the greats, really. I don't know if this guy gets quite the credit that he deserves. Lennox Lewis is fifty five today, and a birthday for Keanu Reeves. Woo! Uh, Nicest guy. A Whoa. movie star who. He is like a Jeff Goldblum in that he was a you know a a big movie star, but then he became like an internet meme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Keanu is fifty six today, and the uh, the third in the Bill and Ted series of movies debuted last week. What was that one you had to pay for? Right, right because yes, because it came down to what are we going to watch? It was like well. I don't want to pay. Thir- I don't want to pay twenty bucks <laughs> to watch Bill and Ted. So happy fifty sixth to Keanu. Actor Mark Harmon from NCIS is sixty nine today, and a birthday for Silver fo- Fox, Football Hall of Fame. You know, there's a Mark Harmon movie called Was it Summer School? It's like one so, of my but- favorite eighties mindless teen comedies. Like of all the, all the, just dumb teen comedies out of the '80s, I think uh, "Summer School" with Mark Harmon's one of my favorites. And football Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw is 72. He was 
the pine, was he pineapple? What was he on uh, Mass Singer? Was he the deer or Who? the Terry Bradshaw? Terry Bradshaw. Remember the oh, movie? it was like a, a moose, told you? Uh, like a deer, yeah, like an a elk, deer. something like yeah. that. Right. All right. One other date in history: uh, September the second. The year is nineteen sixty nine. All right. UCLA uh, test run this brand new thing that had just been invented called the internet. So the internet was first tested on this date and it was by scientists at UCLA. And I think, uh, I know I'm interested to kind of hear a little background of what went down that very first day, September 2nd, 1969, uh, and the debut of the internet on a test run. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Lisa, you have a couple coronavirus uh, updates for us. Why don't you go ahead and share that with us? My computer's frozen. Uh-huh. What, what are the stories? And maybe I can do them off memory. Well, there was a politician who is oh, an Oh, yes, I can do this politician. one off memory. So uh, Nancy Pelosi is getting a lot of heat right now. But she uh, wasn't anti-mask. She was pro-mask. She's pro-mask, and she's also... in regards to her. She's oh, I also thought I said a California... Pro, I thought I said pro-mask. I meant pro-mask. It's um, a pro-mask politician. She is also a California uh, congresswoman, and she's getting a lot of heat because, well, the salons in California, they're allowed to be open, but only if they are doing their services outdoors. Well, she decided to go ahead and visit a salon that's supposed to be closed to go get her hair blow-dried and styled. Uh, So the owner, which kudos on the owner for doing this, uh, she got an email or a text message from Nancy Pelosi stylist saying, hey, is it okay if I go into the salon today? Got a phone call from Pelosi's people. And she wrote back and said, Pelosi, question mark. And so... She was upset, obviously, the salon owner. Why? Well, she can't be open right now because of the regulations in California. So she decided to let Nancy come into the salon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell her to come on down. Come on in, girl. We'll we'll open just for her. Exactly. So she decided to release that footage to Fox News. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, I I mean, I am completely behind the salon owner on this one. The fact that you're going to sit there and say that her business can't be open because it's not safe. And yet you're going to go in the salon, get your hair done and not wear a mask. Now, they did. Pelosi's people did point out that the uh, um, stylist did. He did have a mask on. But still. It's supposed to be if you're inside of a salon or inside of anywhere, you're supposed to be wearing a mask indoors. And yet here she is not wearing a mask. Well, you, what you feel fail to recognize Shocking is that, that she Nancy Pelosi would say one thing and do another. Yeah. And, and you're also failing to acknowledge that she is, has a lot of money and is mm-hmm. famous and is, has a lot of political power. So it's OK. For she doesn't her to have do to it. follow the same rules as <laughs> little people. Yeah. I mean, the peasants. The, the security footage, I mean, you can see her with her wet hair without a mask on, walking around inside of the salon. Um, yeah, the right now, under the rules in California, their salons make only cut hair outdoors. Uh, they say, according to her spokesperson, speaker always wears a mask and complies with local COVID requirements. This Except business, this time. Yeah, this business offered for her to come in and told her they were allowed by the city to have one customer at a time inside. So the speaker was complying with the rules. Well, as- wait, who reached out to who? Because the way you told the story before, it sounds like Nancy Pelosi 
contacted the salon. The salon. From the screenshots, because always have the receipts, people. The owner had the screenshots that said that she was contacted by the uh, stylist saying, hey, Pelosi's people contacted me. Can I go into the salon? So, Okay, so they contacted the stylist, and the stylist reached out to the owner. Well, mm-hmm. did the stylist yes. work at, at that shop? Yes. And this- is she Nancy Pelosi's regular stylist? Yeah, so this is the thing. When you're at a salon, there's two different ways you can do it. You can do it by uh, commission-based, or you can rent um, a slot at the salon. That's how most salons operate. So if you're uh, commission-based, the owner gets paid, and you get a cut of whatever it is you make. If it's rent-based, then you pay to rent a spot at that salon. So this stylist rented a spot at that salon, but the owner technically owns it. So the stylist is asking, hey, with your permission, can I go into the salon today? But it so was everybody her who people. Get, is everybody who gets a haircut in the state of California getting a cut outside? It's From what I've heard, at least where my best friend lives, because she lives in Palm Desert, it's terrible. Most salons are not open because, one, you're telling people that you can cut hair outside. And also at Palm Desert, it's hot as right now it's 118 (laughs) degrees nobody wants to be outside but you're going to tell me it's more sanitary to you know do a pedicure outside on the sidewalk than to do it inside of a salon if everyone's wearing masks let's set the haircut aside for a few minutes how is nancy going to get her botox done is the real question out on the street in front of everybody i'm hoping (laughs) they have the same rule for for botox um you know they barely started so california is starting the opening process but uh, since they said they did it too fast the first time they have a four phase that's going on but 21 days has to pass between each phase um before they can reopen but it's just especially it's just asinine to think uh, for a hair salon what do you need to do hair you need blow dryers curling irons straighteners you can't have any of that stuff outside. There's no outdoor outlets or even enough outlets for you to do that outdoors. So a lot of places have decided they have to stay closed and for now. I got uh, a haircut last week. Thanks for noticing. Oh, it looks great. <laughs> it looks amazing. It's nice, Buzz. You want to compliment your shoes while you're at it? No, nah, I just Which wore shoes regu- are you wearing? Just regular loafers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she uh, apparently Nancy was she appeared on MSNBC later on that day, so we can see why she had to go get her hair did. Um, no, I would I would <laughs> be absolutely upset with this as well because that is ridiculous that you're going to go ahead and get that done, but then tell other owners they're not allowed to do that. So um, I wish that I wish that oh, no. look I I believe in following the CDC guidelines. If you got some kind of local thing, you should follow that because. You know, that's kind of what our society is all about is, uh, you know, uh, being good citizens. But if if you're going to encourage other people to do it, yeah, it's the hypocrisy. That's the thing that gets you is if you're going to encourage people to do this, you need to lead by example. Exactly. And now you might say, well, the, the you've never seen the president in a mask. No, I saw him one time. Yeah, he's not leading by example, but that doesn't mean that you're at the same standard. I mean... Uh, we had a situation where our mayor had uh, recommended, what was the thing, like right after the restaurants had opened, and then a picture came out of him at the country club not wearing a mask. And people were upset. Because that, that's the thing. you Just can't be s- aware that people are going to be looking and scrutinizing mm-hmm. you. Especially and- if you're the one that's telling people you need to do this because of A, B, C, D, but then you're out 
with your buddies A B C D and not doing it, or you're at the hair salon, uh, you know, not doing it. Why should and I I do agree with this statement. Why should I have to, as a mere peasant, have to do it while you can go to do whatever you marry? Well, it's well, the please. same reason Chris Christie and his family got to go to the beach when all the beaches were shut down. A- exactly, but that's the thing. When you are in a position of power, you are held to a higher standard. So I absolutely agree with everyone in that is upset about Nancy Pelosi going to the salon. Like that's ridiculous. And I do want to know how she's getting her so, Botox. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I just previewed this segment by saying that the dictionary has added some words and made some changes. But I guess I should be more specific. It's uh, dictionary.com. Okay. Well, because it seems like there's we get Webster's this story. Miriam. There's like, they have always different ones. Yeah. And it seems like we have a story like this half a dozen times during the year. And it's because... You know, the different uh, dictionaries. So Brandon's got some of the changes uh, picked out. It's going to agitate some people because they're going to see some of these as... What? A try to be, trying to be woke. Uh, so we're going to get to that coming up here in just a few minutes. I finally got around a day late to watching the, uh, the interview that Trump did with L- Laura Ingram on Fox News. And I, I just have to play some of it for you because Laura Ingram, who has kind of made her career off of spreading baseless theories and just wackadoo ideas, has to has to walk Trump back from the ledge as he's starting to go down this road of conspiracy theories. I mean, Laura Ingram having to tell the president, whoa, 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 hold on now. That's starting to sound like a conspiracy theory. Would be like Alex Jones telling somebody hey come on now that's a little crazy so uh here's some of uh how that went down <laughs> just let that sink in for a second if, you, dark if, you're, shadows. if you're familiar with laura ingram the fact that laura ingram had to tell the president hold on now you know uh let's walk this back just a little bit okay so this is his story about a bunch of, about antifa airlines that uh a lot of people are saying yeah, is that is that true? Antifa or, airline. Yeah, well, this does is, it cost to check bags on this airline? I'm just trying to get them. Right, I might fly Antifa airlines if I didn't have to like do a two hundred dollar uh, change fee or something. I mean. So uh, he he's telling this story to Laura Ingram, and she's trying to you know like, well, where was it coming from? I'll tell you later. I'll tell you off air. Mm-hmm. And then he told the story almost the same way a day later. But he changed it to it was actually leaving, flying out of Washington, D.C. Did somebody tell the president this? Yeah, maybe. Is it possible the president is just making stuff up? Well, he's done that before. Do you guys remember back when uh, Obama was in his second term and Trump said that he'd sent a bunch of private detectives to Hawaii and they found out some of this stuff that's just going to blow your mind? Oh, yeah. He had the best team, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're finding out stuff that's going to blow. It turns out they didn't have anything because he didn't send them. I mean, so the the president's known as a person who makes up uh, stories. Uh, then he compared uh, police brutality or shooting shooting down someone to uh, missing a short golf putt. Once again, there is Laura freaking Ingram. Telling the president, you're not comparing killing somebody to golf because that's the way the media is going to try and spin it. 
But God, Laura Ingram is, it, of all people, is trying to throw the president some kind of lifeline because she knows that he's embarrassing himself. We just heard you're doing the interview, Laura. That's what he just said. <laughs> no, he didn't say people panic. He said people choke. All right, uh, Brandon, what do we have that is new in, at dictionary.com? Well, this not year? necessarily all new words, however. Well, we sometimes learned, they add words that haven't been in before. So Yeah, they've done that. And we've also learned that um, you need to start capitalizing black. If you refer to uh, somebody as black, as a race, that needs to be capitalized. Yes. Like Catholic or Christian or Mexican. Irish or Mexican. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I don't I don't see that as controversial. I heard that some of the changes were taken as controversial or that some people disagreed with them because they were too woke. I, I don't see that one being too woke, right? Well, it also apparently has replaced the word homosexual. Yeah. Uh, in the update, the word gay replaced homosexual and gay sexual orientation replaced homosexuality. You know, I can remember when gay, we were told, don't call somebody gay, they're homosexual. It's like gay was the thing that was supposed to be kind of a slur and homosexual was the, the correct term for it. So, so homosexual is out. I guess. Is heterosexual still in? Um, it didn't say. So I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> right? That's a good question. All right. Because so I, I need a word to describe me. I'm making admission right now. I'm, I'm heterosexual, so. No, that word was slob. Um, I'm going to spell this one for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A-M-I-R-I-T-E. Am I right? Uh-huh. Am I right? Yeah. The informal variant spelling of the phrase "Am I right?" It's just "Am I right?" Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Which doesn't really necessarily shorten it all that much, because you're you're using almost the same amount of spaces. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 taking it down a few, I guess. I think there's supposed to be some kind of sarcastic connotation there. Like if somebody says "Am I right?" Mm-hmm. It's there's supposed to be some kind of that comment's supposed to be dripping with sarcasm, or that's the way that I've always taken it. We talked about this one earlier. Jabroni has been <laughs> into the dictionary. Can you think of what the definition for jabroni would be? I don't know. Somebody that pisses off Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a jabroni. Well, don't forget the Iron Sheik. Did he? Did the Iron Sheik yeah, do it yeah. before The Rock? I believe so, yeah. Well, the official definition now is a stupid, foolish, or contemptible person. Also I'd- known as a loser. You know, I never thought about it, but I always thought, well, maybe it was like some kind of Italian word that, you know, like you hear words in Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 you know, <laughs> hey, Stugat. Hey, come put some sauce on my jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> um, goat. Oh, yeah. Greatest of all time. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I think some of that had to do with that Michael Jordan documentary that we got earlier this year. That, you know that that word. I've heard some athletes use it referring to multiple players as the goat. It's like hey, look at all these Brady. young goats, and he's a veteran goat, and you got all this. It's like a wait a minute. Goat. It's supposed to be the greatest of all time. It you seems like they're only multiple <laughs> goats. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Yeah, basketball. You kind of you got Jordan. People use it with Brady, um, Wayne Gretzky, mm-hmm. Tiger. T- yeah, Tiger Woods. Um, here we go. Next one, Janky. 
suspicious or just uh, shady? Is yeah, how I would guess right, that is. You're on the right path. Untrustworthy or disre- um, disreputable. Oh, here you go, Buzz. This one's for you. As you were lifting weights yesterday when we were on break. Swole. Swole <laughs> AF. Yeah. Well, not the AF part, but swole did. Yeah. That's why I quit flying on planes. Because they wouldn't let me board with these guns. Uh huh. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> All right. So the next one here. Oh, this is this should just be the tagline of the morning show. White splain. Mm-hmm. White splain. White splain. Yeah, I don't know if I really like the splain thing. I mean. If you're taking a chemistry class and your professor's a man and he's telling you about chemistry, that you know, would you dismiss that as oh, you're going to mansplain no. chemistry to me? I think the thing is that it's you're tr- like <laughs> here. Let me describe to you why you're feeling the way you Great feel. Example. Things like Buzz. that. <laughs> Buzz immediately goes to mansplaining. Yeah, he's still. Well, I, I never heard anybody one. say white splaining. Well, that's new into the dictionary. In the definition, well, it, it also seems like a way to shut somebody down from having a dialogue. You know, if you're if you're having a conversation, you throw that out, and it's like, well, your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it can be. Here's the exact definition: to comment on the minority experience or explain racism to a person of color in a condescending or blaming way. I think. That's <laughs> well, if you do it in a condescending, way, I think way, that's the important part right yeah. there: is condescending and blaming way, as to point out accommodating behaviors that the victim of racism might have adopted to dis- to diffuse interracial conflict. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah, I got really. I just yeah, yeah, I just on didn't the condescending understand. and blaming part. Yeah. All right, now I get that. And. Here's the last one I'll give you. DGAF. Are you skipping that one? Well, I mean, you know, it's there. <laughs> Should internet shorthand be in the dictionary? Um, like DGAF. Yeah. LOL. I would say yes, yeah, because there are some people who don't know, and they would look it up and say, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, find out what it means. Look, I know everybody uses LOL It's either now. that or you end up on Urban Dictionary and you find out what a chili dog is. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, my life can never be the same. I thought I thought the Run first it. time I saw DGAF, I thought it was like an alternative tuning for a ukulele. <laughs> oh. Good Lord. All right, and the last one here. <laughs> Emotional labor. Uh, is that when your wife's having a baby and you start breathing heavy because you're in emotional labor <laughs> no, along with No, no. The sum of small acts performed by one person to make other people's lives more pleasant and to protect them from negativity, including hiding the effort required to do so. Let me hear it, let me hear it one more time. The sum of small acts performed by one person to make other people's <laughs> lives more pleasant and to protect them from negativity, including hiding the effort required to do so. Yeah, you lost me. Like, I, I don't understand that one. Basically, it's somebody doing something nice for somebody else to prevent anything negative from happening or to give them a more positive experience, but then you also hide all of your effort so that they don't see, like, oh, this person's really going above and beyond for me here. I wouldn't expect you to understand emotional labor. <laughs> Can you give me, like, yeah. like a real-world example or, or even a hypothetical example? As Lisa and I are in here dealing with computers that are crashing and trying to keep the show balanced, we just nod and say yes when you randomly say things in the talk. Oh, about. shirking your duty. I see. 
How is that shirking, how is that shirking your duty, your duty if know. the computer's That's crashing? so that they're protecting you from knowing all the chaos happening over there. Yeah. So that the show runs smoothly and you're protected from yeah. chaos. My computer has like shut down like... Three Brandon times already. and Lisa are doing the emotional labor here. Wait, wait yeah. a minute. So somehow that's that's my fault? No. No, that's not, the no. whole point. The whole point is they're protecting you so that you yeah, don't have to worry about Lisa's computer freezing. Well, you're kind of negating that by bringing it up, aren't you? That was the example. Yeah, you asked you for an example, dude. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for doing so much emotional <laughs> labor for me. It is appreciated. Okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Nico offered to let us pierce his nipples on the air. Who's going to do e- it? How did that even come up with you guys? Like, yeah, what? He just brought it up. Were you of, like playing you with having... one of them and all no. of a sudden he was like, I'll let you pierce it? Uh, Let's see. So for the past two days, he had he had promised, yeah, I'm definitely coming in. I'm definitely coming in. Monday, Tuesday, something came up. He, well, he just slept in Monday. Like, and I'll I'll go and knock on his floor. <laughs> Has he ever told you that deal? No, but the way you're doing it. I have a cane and I knock on the thing. And he's like, "All right, I'm up." <laughs> you know, because he puts on his bio and stuff that he's like stunt boy for the Buzz Adams. Morning show. Yeah. So you pull a Mr. Heckles, like in Friends, that's the neighbor downstairs who takes his broomstick and he bangs the ceiling. Um, I, I wasn't aware of that, but sure, yeah. That's just the way I get my daughter to come down when it's time to eat. I'm not going to walk <laughs> up an entire flight of stairs. You know, just go, hey, food! I got like five... That's five how I call my kid downstairs. I got five sticks for that purpose, like a different stick for every different room in the house where I have to notify somebody. Oh, hey. I thought there were like there there was a different width or something on them, so it makes a different tone. <laughs> so it's like if it's a deep tone, it's you know lunchtime, or if it's something completely different. No, it's just it's <laughs> in each room. Each room gets a stick, basically. Okay, but do you want to know how this? Transpired. Yes. Yes. So he didn't come in Monday. He said he was going to, and he swears. Okay, Tuesday definitely coming in. Mm-hmm. So I get a text around seven, seven twelve yesterday morning. Hey, I'm at my parents. We're waiting for my prescription to be filled. I probably won't see you this morning. My bad, buddy. And then, and this was all yesterday morning, right around seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I promise to be there tomorrow, or you can pierce my nips. I think he was just thinking of some kind of crazy stunt boy thing. and You're like, congratulations, now I get to pierce him. All right, so I said, hmm. Then uh, today at 3.09 a.m., he said, hey, Busley, it was a late recording night. I'm definitely not making it today. I'm taking a mulligan. So I just te- texted back to him during the commercials. He's taking a mulligan? What's that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, it's oh, a I'm golf term, you guys but I don't, don't think know he, I, it's a golf term, meaning you get to redo a shot, but that means you get to redo today. Like, I don't <laughs> think he understands what a mulligan is. So I texted back to him, okay, do you want me to find the nipple piercer or do you have your own guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. in writing. I say we hold him to it. I mean, uh, I mean this the, was his own idea. And it was. Look, I don't know. think you're going to be able to find a, a nipple piercer, though. That's the problem. 
Oh, you can find somebody who can pierce a nipple. I don't think we'll have any problem with that. Not an actual piercer, though. They legally can't do it. The same reason we couldn't get a tattooer in here. Same reason we couldn't get a waxer in here. That's got to be a state of Texas law. It is, yeah. Yeah, because we, we actually tattooed somebody in a studio in Florida one time. There's a dude in Florida with my signature on his back. Oh, I can find somebody who'll nip, what? pierce a nipple yeah, for you. That happened live on the air. <laughs> I'm going to need a side story on that, Brandon, so... I didn't say Prepare I had... to tell me that later. I mean, are nipple piercers licensed, or can just anybody do it? Oh, my God. Don't pierce his nipple, Buzz. I'm not you gonna... can't do it. He's like, I've seen Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. I know how this works. Yeah. He's like, get the apple. <gasps> That's a really, really tough area I've heard to get pierced, so... Nah, it's not so bad. Like the healing Oh, my God, areas. you've done it? Yeah, I had my nipple pierced for a while. Just one? Just the one? Lone yeah. Ranger? Yeah, just Which one. one? The left or well, the right? I was just... <laughs> Why is it called a Lone Ranger? I don't know. I just call him that. <laughs> I was just... My wife and I were just talking about this. Because she was... She's like, why did you get just one? And I said, because I had 40 bucks in my bank account. It was $35 for the piercing. And then I could go buy some beer. Yeah. That's what I would do with my last $40. <laughs> <laughs> the left or the right? I couldn't remember. Well, I think which, it was the right. That's the gay one. <laughs> Stupid. That's if it's your ear. Oh. Yeah, this is a nipple. It's completely different. All I'm saying is out of the blue, Nico was like, uh, my bad. I, if I don't come in tomorrow, you can pierce my nipple. And we have Dude, the opportunity to either to hold him to it. Stop harassing him. And then he needs to take all that stuff off his social media. That he's the you stunt gotta, boy for the morning show. We've been telling you that. I've We're like, hey, that. like he shouldn't be utilized. Like, he can't use the show to promote himself if he isn't actually here doing any work. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I... To his I don't think it's ever going to happen. I so. maybe listening. If he comes home with a pierced nipple, that's all buzz. <laughs> oh, my God. Not even. That's all Nico at this point. Uh, he got himself into this. Let's uh, go over the list of Dancing with the Star. Oh, we don't have time for that right now? No. Oh. Okay. You talked about nipples too long. Yeah. <laughs> we, were somehow, we were somehow talking about Nico's nipples for almost 10 minutes. I was, trying to, I was trying to explain to you guys what the situation is and whether or not we want to really hold him to uh, what he said. I mean, if you can do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can find somebody to come oh, in and I do can it find, license. I, and, I am 100% positive I can find somebody. No, I'm not, you, not, not with a license. No, I, well, I was going to say, <laughs> if you don't find somebody to do it, we're going to pierce your nipples. Oh! <laughs> I didn't. I the didn't offer that up. Thinking. I did. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. He came up with this himself. Sure, sure. Hey, uh, for you pumpkin spice fans, there yes. uh, is it crispy that's going to have the four different kinds of uh, yeah. donuts. Mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme has announced they're going to have not one but four different varieties of pumpkin spice donuts. Which, like, I, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, this is. Pumpkin. I thought pumpkin spice itself was the flavor, but uh, and I don't know when they're going to start doing it. But when they do, you can get four different kinds of spunkin, spunkin. <laughs> oh, spunkin! That is pies. not something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Joanne, have you ever tried that spunkin pies? No. I'm not have you? Not yet. No. Excuse Lisa me. Lisa said she was going to give me I something with spunk, spunkin. A spunkin pie latte. Spunkin pie latte. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Hey, you want me to uh, run down the list of names? Yeah. I, I'll be uh, I'll be perfectly upfront. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I just never really anything I got into, but I do enjoy when they come out with the cast. Uh, finding out if they're by our criteria if they are stars or not. And the way we do that is I'll, I'll give you the name without any description. Two of us, two uh, of the four have to know, not just yeah. recognize the name, but also what are they famous for. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, here we go. I trust that you guys haven't, haven't looked I it have up, not. right? Okay. No. The first cast uh, member for Dancing with the Stars 2020, A.J. McLean. Yes. Yes. Is, is that how you say it? McLean? Is that one yeah. of the Fast and Furious guys? That sounds like some one of Dom's brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know this because there's a poster on the gir- on the wall yeah. in the girl's office. And it's, it's Do we guy. know him? I have his autograph. So, Tell me why. I'm looking yeah. at him right So he's from NSYNC. No. How <laughs> dare you. Okay. So so AJ, we, we definitely give him star cred, right? Yes. Totally. How much time are you spending in their office, man? A lot, Brandon. A lot. Um, yeah. You go over and visit every He'll now and sit then. sit down. It's very lonely in here. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Tell me if you've, and I hope I pronounced this right, Carol Baskin. Hey! <laughs> understand. I saw a tiger and, and a tiger, tiger saw man. How do you think that's going to go? Well, here uh, they've yeah, even got... I would boo her. They've even got a little teaser video for Carol Baskin Ooh. from Tiger King. <laughs> the sock. Ah, yeah, Carol Baskin. Oh, right, we all know, we all know who Carol Baskin is. I hope is. she dances that song that goes, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. husband whacked Baskin. him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but how many people do you think are going to show up with like a Don, Where's Don Lewis shirt in the audience? Because that would be me like, where's your husband? They'll probably. I don't think there is an audience on this one. Oh, yeah. yeah I think this is remote. She's convenient for Carol. Convenient. Yeah, no kidding. But I think Carol will kill it, much like she did her husband. Hey-oh! <laughs> nice. uh, next on the list, Chriselle Staus. Uh, no. No idea. Uh-uh. I do know who that is. I think is a I know who it is, too. Okay, well, you have, to, you, you, you have to know. Okay. You have to know what she's from. Well, Selling Sunset? Yeah, she Netflix. was like the new girl on on Selling Sunset she in the is first season. The but she's not the ex, new girl anymore. The ex-wife of Justin Hartley now. <laughs> season two. From she's not this the is new us. girl anymore. You guys have not seen a single episode of Selling Sunset. No, no. You've seen This Is Us. So it's a real. Hell yeah. It's a real, Justin Hartley's ex-wife. Oh. It's a real real estate that specializes in high end. But it looks like a high-end call girl uh, operation because all the girls <laughs> like look like supermodels. Uh, all right, next name on the star or not a star list: Caitlin Bristow. Nope. 
That is a no. Sounds familiar, but no, I can't off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm coming up with nothing. Joanna's on the phone. Joanna's on the phone, but even if she knew who it was. Uh, Bachelorette. Yeah, How do you, you not go. know who that is, man? That's right up your alley. I don't watch every season. Mm, okay. It kind of depends on my dating status <laughs> at the time. I missed one. Carolyn Bristow? Mm, no. Uh, she was a bachelorette. Former bachelorette. Oh, okay. Uh, Vernon Davis. Hey, NFL football playoff! Oh, don't say it. You're not Sorry. supposed to you say gotta it. Wait. You could just say if you know who it is or not. Well, he's a star. I can guarantee you, Joanna, and I did not know that one. I didn't know that at all. I thought I was like Vern Troyer's back. I thought so too. Was uh, <laughs> Vernon Davis the one who caught that interception down on the goal line during the Super Bowl, or is it, Vernon is Davis he, is a tight end? Is he hot? Oh. Uh, that's a one out of four. So Vernon Davis does not qualify as star status by our criteria. How do you not know Vernon Davis? I don't know. There's just he, a lot of names that oh. I don't watch that much football anymore. Too busy watching the Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm> selling sunset. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next name? Yeah. Star or not a star? Jesse Metcalf. <gasps> yes. 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 John Tucker. Yeah. John Tucker must die. Wait a second. Desperate Housewives. Oh, is he not? Passion. The, is he not the redhead from Modern Family? No. Ah! I thought that's who it was. No. That's Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, no this was the hottie no. that Eva Longoria was porking in Desperate Housewives. He's an actor. He does a lot of Hallmark movies and oh, shows. I thought I knew who it was, but I totally thought it was the the, the redheaded, you know, Cam's husband on Modern Family. It's okay. Joanne Ari here would take it. We got that one. Would you have gotten that one? Yeah, no, we did. No, Brandon. Oh. oh. No. No. Have you ever seen John Tucker Must Die? No. no. Great movie. I mean, I. Ashanti's in it. I do know of like Desperate Housewives, so I know of the dude you're talking about, but yeah. I even would have never known his name or anything like that. No. He's yeah. a cutie. Monica Aldama. Nope. No. no. Oh, she's not a star. We need a sound effect when somebody doesn't get any votes at like, all. Like, wham, wham. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to find out who she is? Yeah. Monica Aldama, head coach from Netflix's Cheer. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, I didn't watch that. All right, moving along. The next uh, star, and you tell me if they are a star or not, Anne Heche. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. so that's four yeahs. Wow, that's a pretty good name, actually. Wow, that is a, an actual star. Yeah. I think Anne Heche is more famous for who she's dated than yeah. what she's ever actually done. Well, I, mean, she, I mean, she's yeah, been she's a movie been with actress, Harrison Ford. She also sure. you know, lost her mind for a little bit there, too. She so. did. Yeah. Remind me of that. Was that before or after? I think it was after. After Ellen? I think it was after. So she was with Ellen for a while. She was in a Harrison Ford movie called... Was it 40 days and 40 nights? Back on that movie, huh? Six days, seven nights. (laughs) Whatever. It was some number of days. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so everybody knows who Anne Heche is. Mm -hmm. All right, good. She gets a bell. Sky Jackson. Oh, Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. She's a Disney Channel star. (laughs) I also know her from her memes. She's a meme queen now. And if you're going to look her up, she spells it S-K-A-I. K-A-I. She also was the one that she started calling people out on Instagram and on uh, Twitter for posting racist things and was tagging their schools. So like, hey, 
uh, you know, Colorado State. Look what this person put on their TikTok last night. What, students or professors? No, students. So, like, they these kids were getting, like, full ride scholarships to school and then they'd be put, posting racist videos on their social medias so she would call them out and be like hey did you know that you're this new person who just got into your school this is what they're posting on their social media and then the people were getting their scholarships taken away because of her she was doing some great work that girl great work on her part yeah I think I approve of that yeah because she said <laughs> she was like I want these right. schools to know who these kids are that you're giving them free money to go to school and in reality, they're putting up racist or homophobic things on their social medias. All right, the next name, and I don't, I don't know this one, so don't, okay. don't yell it out because I don't know. Justina Machado, is she a star? Mm. Two people need to know. I'm out. I'm out. I don't know. What I'm that out. Is. It says one day at a time actress. Oh yeah, what's so I assume that's the right. reboot of One Day at a Time because I know all the actresses from the original. Yeah. Oh. Uh, one okay. day at a time. So she was yeah. on the one. She day was at a time. Darcy Factor, Joanna, on Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Vanessa Diaz on Six Feet Under. I know who it is now. Oh, and Brenda right. from Queen of the South. We got like five more names. Okay. Ooh, okay. Let's ready. Do this. Boom. Jeannie Mai. Oh yeah, Jenny Wait, Mai. Jenny Mai. Jenny Mai. Okay, so that's, yes. the two of you definitely know yes. who she is. Yes. How do you know that you're not wrong? Like I was wrong about Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Because she, you right. first of all, you said her name wrong, and we knew how to say her name. <laughs> G- Jenny Mai. Jenny She's Mai. also on the talk with Adrian Bailon and all of them. But she also used to host the show the on host of the Real. There you go, the Real. But right. she also used to host the show back when like Style TV. <gasps> yes, she did. I used was, to love I, that show. What show Oh, was that? I loved it. Oh, was she it was called? so good on it. That's where I fell in love with her. I was like, she's so sweet. I thought she was cool, too. Yeah, so All no, right. she's Dress been for around less. for a while. She's yes. a star. Got so two. Jenny Mai gets a, get, is a star. Yes. All right, now, this is just a one-name celebrity. Uh-oh. Drake. No, Madonna. Are you ready? RuPaul. <gasps> Who is, is it? it? RuPaul? Nelly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to get hot in her. He looks like he's bulked up a little bit. Yes, Nelly. Um, yeah, I'm a. You know, this isn't that bad of a season. I won't watch right, it, we but got, <laughs> we got we got three more. Okay. okay. Nev Shulman. Oh, the guy oh, from, yeah, Catfish. from Catfish. Okay, but do you only know that because he was one of the rumored cast members no, on Dancing with the Stars? No, I hadn't heard about him. I had only heard about AJ. Is that the main dude? Yes. Yeah. On Catfish? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I know who he is. I just, yeah. but, but the we have to know the name. Too. I mean, he's a star because you both did know he, him, but I have seen Catfish. Did he get in any kind of, uh, like, a Me Too thing, or did he get, uh, you know, was there I something about Was it him or Matt? I think it was him. Yeah, I think you're right. Because his wife had to come out and be like, I know my husband, and he would never do this. All right, next name. Okay. If if either one of you girls get this, uh-huh. I'm buying coffee for everybody. Oh, oh. But no, I take it back because Brandon will help. Just for, so you no, Brandon, don't say. I don't don't help. say no, I'll just say if I know it or not. All right, Charles Oakley. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he says that. I definitely know who Charles Oakley is. I'm just going to guess because it's got to be a sports person right? since Buzz is saying Lisa, that. Lisa, you guess the sport and I'll guess the sport. I'm going to say he's like a basketball legend. I was going to say basketball. You're why you looked at Is it. Is it a basketball guy? 
Yeah, Charles Oakley played for uh, the Bulls. Mainly for the Knicks. For the Knicks, but mostly. he also was with Jordan in those early years with the Bulls. So just Charles Oakley kind of sounds like Charles Barkley, so that's kind of where I was going that with, with that. That is how I came to that conclusion, Remember, too. it doesn't matter how you come to the right no, answer, no, no. as long as you get the right but answer. But here's why I'm suspicious, because you said NBA superstar, and that's exactly the wording that they use. Well, said NBA well nobody article. said that. Nobody said that. I said well, basketball star. Well, is he an NBA superstar? Hey, he's a superstar. He was kind of like a workman-like uh, journeyman. He was the bully. He was the guy that you know you don't mess with. Yo, people oh, you in know, the chat, got, tell he, us, did anybody say NBA superstar? Because I, I don't think, think so. Did Lisa said basketball player? I think she used the word superstar, which would be a very odd word to use for Charles Oakley. Unless can we you were listen back it. to the tape? Yeah, please? can you zip, zip that back? So when Charles Oakley was uh, at, in Chicago, he was kind of. Michael Jordan's bodyguard on the court. So if anybody was going to foul, they were going to take like an elbow for Charles Oakley. He was only there Jordan's for like three first years. first season yeah. or so, and then he got traded away. But so, he's been, also been in the news because he got into it with... Um, Jimmy Dolan. Jim yeah. Dolan. He, he heckled... The owner them, of the Knicks. And he got kicked out and banned from Madison Square Garden a few years ago. Not, not long ago at all. All right, one more name. Mm-hmm. Johnny Weir. Oh, yeah, yeah! Fabulous. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's great. Oh, his costumes he's are going to be so good. <gasps> I was oh say, he's the ice skating guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the skating guy, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So Johnny much Weir glitter. So many was sequins. an Olympic uh, figure skater. and He, he very was a m- commentator, and he really did all his looks from the Hunger Games. Calling it now, he's going to win. like Or at least be just in the based, top. Just based on... Costumes. Well, um, and he was, a, ability. he was a figure skater. Yeah, ability. Wow, this like, that's bringing in a cast. ringer, man. It's like, hey, you know that thing that you did on ice? Now just do it on normal ground. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I, I always feel like it's not fair when they have somebody who is kind of a professional dancer already. Well, you know, AJ McLean, AJ though. Is. AJ is too. Right, so we already know they can dance. We don't know that about Charles Oakley. You know, I you know I hope he wins. Then Charles Oakley. You hope Charles Oakley. Wins. I hope he All takes right. it. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. You're ready for the true crime report, which is coming up in just a moment. Did yeah. we know when the Mandalorian season two was going to premiere? October. They just said October, right? Yeah. Well, we have the day now. Ooh. And they've waited as, as, almost as long as you can, right? The 31st. Uh, 30th. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it, an, when they said it was going to be. True. This didn't pop up on Facebook. It said this is the day new episode streaming October 30th. Oh, you, know what's, yeah. you know what's coming up sooner than that, though? The Boys. Season two of The Boys. That's just, uh, this on weekend, Amazon. Friday. And I forget, on Amazon, do they release everything all at once? The first three episodes will be released on Friday, because I, I think all be weekly. Eight came out last time at the same time, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, so they're like, "Ooh, we have a good one here." Let's. let's. I've already rewatched the first season of the Bo- the boys. Uh, it's great. Is like a real gritty. It's like if superheroes behaved like entitled Be actors or, or athletes. You know, they're just jerks. <laughs> so, uh, but I did enjoy watching it. Again, like I've I, watched I think it if I had not watched it times. again, I would have forgotten some of what happened from the first season. So right, no, because I watched it the first time, loved it, and then one of my friends, I told him about it, and he says, "I've never seen it." My like, great, let's watch it again. And so I watched it again, and then I had another friend, "You should really watch this." Great, let's watch it together. Uh, so I watched it a few times, but it helped the second time you watch it because you're able to pick up little things that you may have not seen in the first time you saw it. I gave up on season two of Umbrella Academy. I just 
I just threw Damn, in the towel. Really? Oh, I thought it was so good. Well, I loved it. If you look away for 30 seconds, it's like, what? Wait a minute. What year are they even in? You know what I mean? Like, you, you've you got to actively watch it. You can't yeah. not pay attention. You've got to. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't pay well, attention. How far, but, how far into it did you get? Because that eventually goes away. Like, they they all end up in the same timeline. They were still in, I, I mean, spoilers, but they were still in Dallas in 1963. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where the rest of the the season takes place. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You said it kept. You didn't know what year they were in. No, or, to you that it's always that. Let's let's just say it's not a standard, a standard storyline. And unless you're going to sit there and really watch it, it's very easy to get confused. I guess is what I say. What I mean. I thought it was a great, great. Season. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was better in season one. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for some true crime? Let's do it. Also, get uh, paper and pen out because we got a Florida man game coming oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. This is uh, technically a crime, but they haven't found the guy yet. Somebody with a jetpack apparently flew. Right around uh, LAX, right where the airplanes were going. It's Tony Stark. Like we all know who it is. I I want to watch the video. I hope. Did they get video of it? They didn't. No, I've been looking for it. <sighs> well, the whoever it was was up around three thousand feet, and at least two different pilots, and not pilots of like a Cesta, like pilots of jetliners, saw this guy flying next to him at around three thousand feet. And reported it to air traffic control. So, can you imagine they're like, because have you ever been on a plane where they say, and if you look to your left, everyone, you will see the Grand Canyon out the window? You look over and you see like the Homelander flying beside your plane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you call back. All the (laughs) sites. This conversation between one of the pilots and the control tower sounds like that scene. In Iron Man, where Iron Man flies for the first time, he gets picked up on military radar. Yeah. I like how the controller person in a jetpack mm-hmm. spotted. I've seen jetpacks before, but usually those are like a hundred feet off the ground mm-hmm. or fifty feet off the ground. Can you? It's the Rocketeer. I want to. Is I think it might have been Elon Musk. To yeah. be honest, uh, they are look asking anybody who's got information to come forward and they point out that this could have been disastrous the the man could have been sucked into a jet engine or struck by a plane and you know this was really really uh, deadly could have died like syndrome in the incredibles all right this uh, is a kind of true crime story that kind of deserves its own category it's somebody who goes in to apply for a job okay writes down all their information and then robs the place it has happened again 22-year-old Nicholas Mark from Pennsylvania went to a pizza shop last week to apply for a job. I feel like I did a spoiler on myself here because you know what's going to happen. When he was done filling out the job application, he grabbed the tip jar, which had about $220 inside and ran. $220? Yeah, inside the tip jar. They should have cleaned it out before then. Holy crap. Yeah, wow. they really shouldn't let it get that, you know. But <laughs> I mean, you only want to have a few dollars in there, right? <laughs> uh-huh. An employee who was working at the time, and I just want to say this is one of the most amazing names you're going to hear all week long. Uh-huh. 
employee Wilmer Chinchilla <laughs> <laughs> took off after him, and that is when uh, N- Nicholas Mark, the job applicant, pulled a knife and thief pulled a knife. So Wilmer Chinchilla backed off. But uh, it turns out that Mr. Mark, the 22-year-old, had applied for the job using his real name, his address, his phone number, and other contact information. That was passed along to the police. Also, uh, Mr. Mark had left his backpack behind, so, you know, mistakes all around, it sounds like. Uh, police discovered drug paraphernalia inside the backpack, so they tracked him down, you know, at his address. And he was arrested for robbery, theft, assault, possession of drug paraphernalia. I guess the assault is uh, for what he tried to do to Wilmer Chinchilla. So, uh, yeah, he was pretty easy to corral him. Staying in uh, the Keystone State here, Pennsylvania. A guy in Pennsylvania stole a school bus to drive home. 30-year-old Justin Predom was in Sarver, Pennsylvania last week. He wanted to go home to Avon, New York, a distance of about 300 miles. So he stole a school bus and drove it all the way home, 275 miles. Someone in Avon, New York, called police the next morning to report that a school bus with Pennsylvania license plates was on their property, and they didn't know how it got there. Police in New York were able to trace it to Mr. Predome, and he was arrested for felony possession of stolen property. In South Carolina, an elderly woman aimed a gun at a census taker and fired shots. 82-year-old woman in South Carolina is accused of pointing a handgun at a census worker on her porch. Census worker wisely got in their car but as they were driving off two shots were fired over the top of the employee's vehicle the local sheriff's office has charged the 82 year old woman Willadine Bishop Harrell with first degree assault and battery following the incident where Harrell told a 25 year old female census taker to get off her porch while pointing a 38 Taurus handgun at her Incident report states Harold admitted to firing two shots, but that they were warning shots and not intended to hit mm-hmm. the worker. Just a heads up, folks. Make sure you're filling out the census. You got less than a month. Yeah. And people are out there putting their lives, lives on, on the, the line. line. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of uh, there's kind of like this hillbilly uh, trope in movies that if you go up there and you're with the bank or you're a census taker or revenue man, some hillbilly's going to, like, they don't want any outsiders. There was a scene like that in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> uh, the 82-year-old woman said because of her macular degeneration, she could not clearly see the census worker's identification badge. <laughs> All right, uh, Florida Man game. You guys ready? Let's do that. To do the Florida Man yeah. game. All right, pencils at the ready. Let's go. Florida Man, Florida, Florida man, man, 
who never fears any bodily harm. Florida man, Florida man. <laughs> Throws tennis balls that are full of bees. Every cop he sees. Florida man, Florida man. Oh, I got it. I didn't do it. The way we play the uh, Florida Man game, I'll give you a headline involving a Florida man who ended up on the wrong side of the law. You will try and fill in the missing word from the headline. One word is missing from the headline. Anybody who correctly fills in the word wins the prize of $10,000. All right, here you go. Florida man had pound of cocaine sitting on stack of blank, cops say. Sitting on stack. Let me repeat that. Florida man had pound of cocaine sitting on stack of blank, cops say. I'm going with my first instinct here. Mm. I always go first instinct. That's one okay. strategy. Joanna, you chiming in there? Yeah. All right. Lisa, we're just waiting on you. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay, very good. Uh, let's go in order. Brandon rang in first. Florida man had pound of cocaine sitting on a stack of blank. I'm say. saying that he had it sitting on a stack of porn magazines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. that's pretty good. For Florida man, Is porn magazines. The correct answer. No, you're supposed to wait till the end. Remember? Am I? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it uh, we'll find every out. Time. <laughs> Joanna, Florida man had pound of cocaine sitting on a stack of. Depends diaper. Oh my gosh. Well played. Why do we all think the same? <gasps> Lisa. Florida uh, man had pound of cocaine sitting on a stack of. First thought was magazines. My second thought was maybe diapers. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with something that a lot of people who are hoarders collect. I'm going to go with newspapers. Stack of newspapers. All right. And nobody is. Uh, nobody's oh. correct. Oh no. Nobody got it right. Uh, here's the story Ew. from. St. Lucie County, Florida. 58-year-old man was arrested after deputies reported finding nearly a pound of cocaine in a truck and more cocaine on top of a stack of bacon. Oh, that's a good one. Man. Uh, Clifford Eugene Tyndall pictured. He kind of looks like the grandfather from the clumps, just to describe it for those of you that can't see the picture. All right. Uh... So Clifford Tyndall of Fort Pierce, Florida, was arrested on two felony counts of cocaine trafficking. He was spotted putting something in the back seat. When the deputies approached in the back seat, deputies say they found a bag containing they found a bag containing three smaller bags of almost a pound of cocaine. Uh, later, after they got a search warrant, they executed a search warrant of one of Tyndall's residences in the home and this is from the report from the deputies directly on top of a stack of bacon (laughs) investigators found more cocaine in a bag according to the affidavit Tyndall was released on $70,000 bond there is no word on what happened with the bacon Florida man Florida man with a sewer rat, Florida, Florida man, Florida man. Is human meat? Marco Rubio, Senate seat. Florida man, Florida man. Florida man, Florida man. 
It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. People in the chat are saying that the way you worded your answer about who Charles Barkley, uh, Charles Oakley is, rather, that you should get the coffee. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. Brandon and I talked and we we were thinking, what if we did, we got... The Krispy Kreme donuts. The, the new... pumpkin spice. All four kinds. To see one if there is a difference. Well, do you want to do it today or tomorrow? Let's do it today. Okay. Well, somebody's got to make a run then. <laughs> they got to do it in a hurry. Okay. Uh, let's check our uh, website. We got... You got 20 bucks on you? <clears throat> Yeah, I probably have uh, 20 bucks squirreled away somewhere. Sweet, pull it out of your wallet. I'll go do it right now. Squirreled away. You've got to be here for this. Fine. I think. I don't know. We'll start with the Joanna post at buzzadamshow.com. We update our website daily and have all kinds of interesting stuff. A lot of it pop culture or things that are in the news, entertainment, rock. Rack. Uh, Rack. Rack. Love me the rack music. Joanna recommends what's worth streaming in September. We already talked about the boys coming back to Amazon this week. Looking forward to that. So good. When I talk about the boys, people think I'm talking about the cowboys, but I'm actually talking about the superheroes. All right. What else is uh, streaming in the month of September, Joanna? Well, also coming this Friday to Disney Plus, Mulan. That's going to be a premier access one for $29.99 on top of your already Mm -hmm. monthly subscription. I'm cool with it. I'm okay with it. I will allow it. Which is it. fine because that's how much you would probably pay to go to the movies anyway. That's less than, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. HBO Max has a lot of new series coming out. One is Raised by Wolves, and that is actually by Ridley Scott. And it's about an entire new land being raised by robots. Children are being raised by robots. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw the preview uh, mm-hmm. for that one, and it didn't look like it involved wool. I didn't see a single wolf in it. <laughs> <laughs> you, the whole trailer. Where are the wolves? Yeah, I'm like, come on. But I, I went his titles I, very seriously, like the movie Pitch Black. He was like, wait a minute, I can see things. Like, mm-hmm. come on, really? And I'm still trying to get my money back for the never-ending story. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it eventually ended? Yeah. <laughs> False advertising. Over on Netflix, there's going to be a new series called Away with Hillary Swank, where she is part of the first manned mission to Mars on top of juggling yeah, that looks like a real, family behind. That looks like a real prestige show, meaning, you know, they got a two-time Academy Award winner, and mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they spared any expense. Oh, yeah. On September 8th, they have a new film called Alive, hashtag Alive, and it's a zombie film. I think it's Korean. And okay. it looks really good. Uh, the Babysitter, Killer Queen, coming September 10th to Netflix. That is the second part to the first, The Babysitter. Is that the horror movie that you liked? Me? No, Joanna. Me? Yeah, it was a cute movie. Wait, it was a cute horror movie <laughs> yeah. about a babysitter? It was about a babysitter. Okay. Listen, to Joanna, I can understand her saying that. <laughs> On September 16th, they have a movie coming out called The Devil All the Time, and it stars Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, a whole bunch of other actors Spider-Man that are British with southern accents. Would that it were. Would that it were. And also on Netflix on September 18th, Ratchet, coming out with Sarah Paulson. All right, so uh, there's some stuff that you might find uh, worth streaming in the month of September. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about what Frank Payne is up to uh, from Rock 108 in Abilene? I didn't realize you were going to have me talk about that. He's um, <laughs> riding a motorcycle. Yay, yes. Frank. L- let me 
if anybody can find it, I thought that we... I had it on my screen, and it just went away. I guess Frank is going to ride through a bunch of different cities, and he's going to be uh, raising awareness for, for social justice. Oh. Can anybody find it? it I, 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 I literally just had it on my screen, and it just went away. All right, well... That's weird. Someone doesn't want us to see we, it. We definitely yeah. had it there somewhere. Uh, it's the ride for change. Oh, he's also uh, he's taking donations. I found it here. Oh, okay. There is uh, Frank next to his hog, and it is kicking off September the fourteenth. Frank uh, says that he'll be riding his Harley around Texas, uh, raising awareness and funds for minority scholarships. Is he coming around here? Ba -ba -ba. We should have him come in. Say Texas, uh, Lawton, Lawton, Oklahoma. And there are going to be daily uh, updates. I'm in on that. I'd update cool. where Frank is going to be. Yeah, have him call in every morning, wherever he's at. All right, so you can uh, find that information at buzzadamshow.com. You ready for some news bloopers from the month of August? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So right, right off the top, you got a couple of, you know, just standard getting your tongue tied, everybody that's ever been on radio or television has definitely done it. So we'll... <laughs> okay. Uh, let me move ahead. So you've got a newscaster who's making a pun, and really you have to, you have to take your hat off to the guy making, making a pun this bad. Let me see if I got it. No, no, no. That's not it. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Hold That's on. We got to do that again. That's great. <laughs> First of all, the guy's got a British accent. Siga regrets. <laughs> do you think when he came up with this, like, oh, this is amazing? Like, this is the best line ever. Oh yeah, he he's got to be pretty pleased with himself, and I don't blame him. <laughs> you know, I guess if you smoke enough of them for long enough, every cigarette is a cigar regret. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. Uh, all right. Moving ahead to uh, 49 seconds. Lady has a real problem pronouncing a name. It's not all that exotic a name, however. So, Janella Hamilton. She looks like she's too busy always talking like this. Anyway. Janella Hamilton. Uh -huh. Well... You know, look, anybody can make that mistake once. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that nasally. Maybe it's, it's too permanent. Maybe it's difficult to talk. Thank you, Jamal. Hold on. When you morning. speak like that, it's almost like mm. it's a hindrance for you to speak. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's too much effort. And I really don't want to do that. So I'm going to do it the, the laziest way possible. All right. Uh, we're going to find out about a guy who uh, has been... Well, he's he's pleased with the early fall-like conditions. And it's a weather guy up in Wisconsin, it looks like. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's all about that naked bike ride. 
bicycling without pants is is really gross, especially for your bicycle seat. And one of the greatest uh, Chappelle characters of all time was Clayton Bixby. Yeah! Clayton Bixby was a hero of the KKK because he wrote all these racist books. But it turns out that Clayton Bixby was blind and didn't know that he was black. (laughs) That was the first episode of Chappelle's show, too. Like, he really hit a home run with that first episode. Oh, that's kind of what got... That's kind of what got so much buzz going on. You know, he did some great bits with Rick James and, uh, you know, some of the other ones, but but really coming out that strong with this bit. But here's the real-life version, I guess, of Clayton Bixby. If you guys haven't seen this, prepare to pick your jaw up off the floor. Well, now that's just the clip before we get to the actual clip. <laughs> I can't, sometimes I can't pinpoint it right on the moment okay. I want to start. So these are a bunch of uh, people with Confederate garb and hats, and uh, they're protesting, uh, wanting to, you know, not being able to fly their Confederate flag and not being, you know, people wanting to take down their statues. So this guy uh, in the story is a member of Sons of Confederate Veterans, and he is African American. Wow. His grandfather? How is war? that possible? I was trying. He looks like he's about twenty-eight or thirty. Even if his grandfather did somehow fight in the Civil War, how did he teach him anything? I mean, that just does not seem to. Maybe that doesn't seem to add up at all. He's not clear on the timeline. See, I wonder if that guy. Sure, I'm sure the other uh, Confederate guys are are fine with him hanging around but does he get invited to like the cross burning or the uh, like the actual meeting where the hoods go on or not but there you go you never thought that uh, Clayton Bigsby could be an actual person but it turns out it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast hey uh, Brandon's got some important census information if you if you haven't filled out a sen- a census and you're a head of household do it you you got to do it so there's a there's a blog up about it at buzzadamshow.com and the city in which we live is way behind we want to we want to get that update uh, which we're going to do let's get our entertainment uh, news first with Joanna Barba and Hollywood happenings Tinseltown titter what else do we have this morning? Joanna? More than 15,000 people have signed a petition calling for a statue of Chadwick Boseman to yeah. replace a Confederate memorial in the late actor's hometown of Anderson, South Carolina. Oh my God, don't tell that Clayton Bixby guy from the last. <laughs> <laughs> that died in perfectly. The petition was launched by an anonymous Anderson resident in address to Anderson Mayor Terrence Roberts, the South Carolina State Senate, the South Carolina House, and South Carolina Governor. Since officials would need to sign off on the original Original statue's removal. The petition urges lawmakers to relocate the Confederate memorial to the Anderson County Museum to preserve its history without honoring its ideals. The petition reads, quote, I believe the community should come together to honor someone from Anderson, South Carolina, that was able to change the movie industry. Chadwick Boseman opened up many doors for many young black people with his leading roles in movies such as Black Panther, Marsh or Marshall. It is only natural that his hometown honors what he did. I'm trying to find it, like who the statue is of it and the, says it's a memorial and it has a plaque on it but it doesn't say like if there's it's a statue of a certain someone it so looks it, like though just based on my google search 
Anderson, South Carolina has a statue of James Radio Kennedy from the movie Radio. Where <laughs> well, okay. So I guess maybe it was from there. By Cuba Gooding so Jr.? This one, yeah, this yeah one the Cuba Gooding Jr. Outside of their courthouse. And that's the one that they want removed. Uh, yeah, it's really tall. It's uh, really Confederate, I guess. Confederate looking? Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else think for some reason that Chadwick Boseman was, was British? Like, I thought I'd, I'd seen him was. in 42, and his name sounds kind of Chadwick. I thought he was either British or like he. Re- I really believed he was from Africa. I thought it was going to be one of those things, like in Walking Dead, where you're, you're, you get to know Lenny James, and then you're, uh-huh. like, you hear him in an interview, and he's, and he's British. So I don't know. There was just... Something, I, right? I assume that uh, Chadwick Boseman was, until I saw him do an interview the first time, mm-hmm. so he's from uh, Anderson... South Carolina. South Carolina. It looks like radio from the Cuba Gooding Jr. movies from Anderson, <laughs> South Carolina, too. In related news, AMC Theaters announced Monday that starting tomorrow, it would re-release 42, the movie in which Bozeman played baseball legend Jackie Robinson as a tribute to the actor. Well, Brandon just gave us the news about The Mandalorian Season 2 coming October Woo! 30th. In relation to that, it was something of a rude awakening to Jason Sudeikis when his episode of The Mandalorian aired last fall. What are you looking at? I have to tell you what the what the base of the statue says. It's got like That's an inscription. That's what they want. Oh, my like, God. Is it like what super racist? Super racist. <gasps> what does it say? Well, you got into The Mandalorian. Okay, okay here. So the statue that they want to replace with the statue right. of Chadwick Boseman. And I think if you do Chadwick Boseman, you got to have him as T'Challa. As Black oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? They could repurpose those Panthers that they took down from the Carolina Panthers. Remember the, uh, the statue <laughs> they had with the owner? They could repurpose those and, and bring the Panthers over there and then just put Chadwick Boseman up there. So uh, I guess the statue in Chadwick Boseman's hometown is of uh, just a... A non-specific Confederate soldier, but at the base it says, "The world shall yet decide, in truth's clear, far-off light, that the soldiers who wore the gray and died with Lee were in the right." So this, whenever the statue went up, they were like, "Oh yeah, history is going to prove we were right all along. Mm-hmm. We keep them slaves." Yeah, yeah. They should remove that. Get a T'Challa statue up there. ASAP. Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe. Back to the Mandalorian, yeah, which yeah, comes back October 30th. It was a rude awakening for Jason Zadakis when his episode of The Mandalorian aired last fall. Visiting with Conan O'Brien, the actor and comedian said that he forgot that he hit the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, when he shot right, his episode him, right? as a stormtrooper. <laughs> How much you want to bet they make Baby Yoda a girl? Oh. I've been thinking <gasps> about that. And then... Baby Yoda girl took a hit from Jason Sudeikis. That uh, would be quite a quite a twist. Well, when I that I mean, when I, that episode aired, Twitter had a meltdown. The Saturday Night Live veteran explained, <laughs> adding that when when Twitter had the meltdown, he was playing video games one morning with his son when his wife Olivia Wilde walked into the room and said, "Hey." You're trending on Twitter. Immediately, he thought, why? In today's day and age, he thought, did he die? Was he being canceled? What was going on? And he thought he was being canceled in real time because he hit baby Yoda. He continued and said that he had a moment like at the end of Sixth Sense and thought, oh, right. I should have been able to anticipate 
two and a half months earlier when Baby Yoda became the <laughs> bell of the ball on the internet. He says, I totally forgot I backhanded this little icon. So when you slap Baby Yoda, is that child abuse or elder abuse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are hitting a 50-year-old. That's a good question. <laughs> And finally, add the West Wing to the list of TV reunions in the age of coronavirus. This time, they're coming together for a specific cause to benefit Michelle Obama's voter participation organization, When We All Vote, by staging an episode for the streaming service HBO Max. The service announced that series creator Aaron Sorkin and the cast would reunite for a staged theatrical presentation of The Hartfield's Landing the episode from the Emmy-winning drama's third season. According to HBO Max, the event, which, which, which will be shot in a Los Angeles theater over several days in October, will be directed by Thomas Schlammy, who masterminded the drama. The program is expected to air on an as-yet-unspecified date prior to the election in November. Real quick, uh, tell us what's going on with the census. I heard they were wrapping things up in er- uh, early in some places like San Diego, and that is very, what was the word again? Janky? Janky. Because uh, I think your story says that if, if the census isn't completed, uh, we they could, haven't done it. We, we stand to we lose a billion dollars. Billions, like billions, billions. of dollars. Bill, like billions. $2 billion. And the latest report from the city in which we live was saying that as many as 150,000 people have still not completed their 2020 census. And it's easy. You can do it online. It takes you maybe five minutes. They're so if you've gotten that letter, go do it. So the Supreme Court ruled that you, you don't have to reveal anybody's citizenship status in your, in your home because that was, a, that was something the, the executive administration wanted to do. Or did they really want to do it, or did they just want to put it out there to scare people? Right. I think it was more of just like a threat. Hey, we're going to start tracking down people based on the census, which is not what the census is uh, supposed to be for. But maybe they accomplished what they set out to do because we got, I mean, uh, the city we're talking about is 800,000 people, and we got 150,000 that have not not been counted on the census yet. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I know we have some really important stuff to talk about, and <laughs> Brandon, I want to find out more about the census and, and why we're running out of time and why it could cost El Paso billions of dollars. Well, I can get through that in like literally 10 seconds. Fill out the census or it could cost us $2, cost us $2 billion because the population dictates how much money we get. Boom. It is going to be hard for me to pay attention to anything else while this David Blaine ascension is yeah. going on. Holy crap. So we had talked about this. David Blaine was going to do like the movie Up, except it wasn't going to be his house. It's just going to be him. He's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I had said, eh, somewhat snarkily, how is that a magic trick? Quick, somebody get the music from Up. And then Brandon pointed out, and he was right, that you know he's he's more of like accomplishing stunts like a Houdini. Oh my God, mm-hmm. there it goes. But he's not escaping anything, but... Nope. But he's, well, he's got a, he's these giant balloons. About, the, he's all about pushing his body's limits. I got to tell you, this is that is fascinating. Okay, so there's no illusion going on here, right? No, that's him. And but no. he is also he is harnessed to the balloons. It's not just him holding it. 
some people they they got this chat and apparently yeah you think our chat's difficult to keep up with tens of millions of people are saying that it's fake or that the arm is fake uh, i don't see how the arm being fake would make that that big a difference right <laughs> right i don't see how that would help him so i got it i got it on my screen i guess i shouldn't direct people to watch it on my screen because ah <laughs> uh, yeah there you go <laughs> Okay, so he looks like, if I had to guess, he's probably 500 feet up at this point, under 1,000. I thought they were saying he's about 4,000 feet up already. No. I mean, well, you know what? I backed it up because I wanted to see the beginning. So, yeah, he's probably, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's way up now. How's he going to get down? So he basically just keeps going up. And then he parachutes down. He's got a. Par- he's going to strap on a parachute, and then he's just going to jump. Where's the parachute? Um, you mean it's, it is? It's he doesn't already the, have it on. No. From so this is from my understanding when he was on oh Joe Rogan's podcast is that he is going up, and the parachute is right now. He's at five thousand feet, and I think it was right about. I thought it was right about here where he was going to put the parachute on. Um, and it's the parachute from what he said, it's above him and he still has to strap it on. Didn't they have to change the venue? He was going to do it someplace else and they had to, they yeah. had to scrap yeah, it. Yeah. They were planning on doing it, I think on Monday and they moved it to, I think he's in Arizona. I, I got to tell you, I <laughs> could sit here and watch this perfectly for hours. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lisa just showed up for getting donuts. Yeah, Lisa's here. Lisa, David Blaine is doing she his can't balloon hear trick. You. Lisa, oh wait, David now he, Blaine he, is doing a trick. He's doing the up thing with balloons. He just dropped. How is this magic? Yeah, that's what I was saying. But but watch it for a second. You gotta admit it's it's. You gotta hear the song. Extremely ballsy. Oh, yum. Okay. Bring the music down just for a second. So he's dropping things. No, like, but the music's up. It needs to go up. <laughs> bring the music down. Oh. Bring up down. <laughs> hey, I don't want up up. Well, I don't want it all the way up. I want up down a little bit. Do you have any up dog? What's up, dog? Not much, G. What's up with you? Oh, good Lord. There is a lot going on, folks. We got the pumpkin spice donuts. David oh, Blaine so is okay, so he's dropping stuff, and I guess these are weights that he's dropping so he can go higher. Like he's dropping. <laughs> Yo, these donuts smell good. Okay, that's how he's going to get further up. How does he get down? Does he have? Is he going to shoot the balloons? <laughs> I, no. Again, I believe he just he he's just going to strap on a parachute, and, and he's, he's just going to let go. Oh, of the right, 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 and He's right. going to let everything else go up. And that's his kid that he's talking to right there. That's Aww. his daughter? I believe so, yes. She's like, oh, great. You could be an orphan before the day's over. <laughs> Stop. So he's just going to let the balloons go? I believe so. There's At, things strapped to it. Like, I guess those are cameras. Camera, they're worth it, Yeah, I there's guess. probably like five grand in equipment on that thing. So if you can track it, <laughs> follow it around. <laughs> so... To answer Lisa's question, yeah, I, 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 it's not a magic trick. But I will say, 
I'd be more interested in seeing this than going to like David Copperfield's show. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know all of that is a smoke and mirrors. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Lisa, do you hear we're playing the up theme <laughs> while David Blaine she is doing okay. you man. again? Oh, okay. She's distributing donuts. She's getting through the donuts here. Let me talk about her a little bit then. Go right ahead, buddy. No, I'm just. Uh, did you ever hear about the guy who, good, huh, who did this all on his own without any kind of help or supervision, but he did it with a lawn chair back in the, I want to say, 70s? These are just regulars. I, I didn't know. All right. No, donuts in the 70s. Go Brandon. Yeah. What? What? Did what? you ever hear about the guy who basically did this same stunt himself without any help, and it was he just got his own, like, like weather balloons, or, uh-huh. and he attached them to a lawn chair and took off. And the, the way he got down, he survived. Look look it up. It's a pretty famous story. Uh, the guy's name was Dave. Okay. But he no, took a Mr. BB Fridges. gun with him, and he was going to shoot out the balloons one by one oh, with a BB genius. gun uh-huh. so that he could get down. Yeah, genius, except that he fumbled the gun and dropped it and then didn't have a way to get down and just oh kept going God. higher and higher until eventually I think he was running out of oxygen. Did he have a he didn't bring a backup gun? No. I mean every skydiver has a backup parachute. <laughs> he should have had a backup gun. Well I, I don't think this guy was following any kind of established protocol. By uh, the way, this cinnamon roll one is really Oh good. it's so good. Okay, so they only had two buzz. They only had the old-fashioned one, which is the like the one with the... the like the standard one, I guess? Was yeah, that... like the old-fashioned like donut. This is the Spunkin' Pice uh, yes, latte? Spunkin' Pice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the one with the brown sugar and sugar on it, that's the cinnamon roll. I'm really Wait bad. a minute, he just hit 6,500 feet. David Blaine just hit 6,500 feet. <laughs> is this happening right now? Yes. 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 Live. <laughs> Song. You guys, are we about to watch David Blaine die? That's why we turned it on. That makes sense. Look, that's the appeal of a of something like this. Anytime yeah. Evil Knievel did something, it's it was like, like he could die. NASCAR race. You don't want to see him drive normal. <laughs> well, your NASCAR <laughs> fans like, will like, say that that's not true, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. not fooling anybody. <laughs> I've asked the only my reason to wife. watch NASCAR is, to, is for Rex. I've asked my brother's wife, and she said she goes to people watch. She said it's oh. the ultimate redneck place. Well, that, well, I can believe that's that. Also, that's a different kind of car crash, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, what's he doing what's now? He doing? He's deploying something like uh, a pe. I'm trying to see where he is s- tethered or secured because it, it it's in his sleeve. <laughs> so hey. basically, what he did from, this, from my understanding is why don't that- you. Off, I'm the one up here. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it. He's got a harness that goes in his sleeve, and it's wrapped around his waist. Oh so it's not. See, as you can see, he just took his hand off, and now he's going to start, you know, taking things off so he can get the parachute on. And the whole point is, I think his goal was to reach twenty five thousand feet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a donut. And and what is uh, what is the seven forty seven fly like forty? 3540 uh, is yeah. usually typical. Hold on, I gotta make a note of Joanna making that comment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Sure. Gotta get somebody to pull that out. Put that later. on the yeah. Put that on the Joanna soundboard. I'm gonna make a whole <laughs> Joanna soundboard. Oh, we got I, we got clips upon clips over here, man. 
Yeah. Um, like I've been having uh, Daniel, our overnight guy, he's pulling all kinds of audio. So like as Joanna's watching David Blaine, she's getting really excited about it. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He's pulling down this bag. I guess that's where his parachute yes. is. If he were to if he fumble the that, parachute, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I had. There's people in their in their in their in their chat talking about how hey flat earthers see how round that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the video I'm watching, it all still looks pretty flat. <laughs> Somebody in our Facebook chat just said 2020 is the wrong year for this stunt. Yeah, it really is. Oh. You do you though, boo. So is over the- in their chat also called him David Plain. Hmm. Well played. Oh, so we're watching two two feeds of this. We're watching the YouTube feed, and we're watching the feed on our Facebook channel. I, I guess I have to admit, I'm pretty impressed by this stunt. See, I, I mean, if you really want a better insight into David Blaine, just go listen to that podcast with him, uh, with Joe Rogan, because... He really gets in depth about why he does these stunts. Like he realizes, like this isn't a magic trick. And like, people he, keep, I, I keep seeing like every third or fourth thing is, how's this a magic trick? It's like, dude, it's not a magic trick, but it's pretty freaking fascinating. But I it's, a, I mean, it's a natural reaction to have for somebody like David Blaine. But as he explains it, he he tries to push his body to the limits. Where I think at one point, I can't remember what stunt it was. He had his heart rate down to um, eight beats per minute. Um, so he's been able to do things, and that's one of the goals here too. Is as he's floating up, he's going to start losing oxygen, man. Yeah. And I, I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, his goal was to reach twenty five thousand feet on this thing. Have you ever been around me when I've stood next to a ledge, like yeah, not even a high we ledge? Did it when we were throwing the pies off the roof? Yeah. So what's that like? Twenty <laughs> feet? Maybe. I couldn't force myself to get close enough to throw anything off the... What were we throwing? Pies. Oh, we were trying to catch pies. Cream pies with our face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever done... <laughs> have any of you guys ever done the hot air balloon? What do you, like oh, gone yeah. up in one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. I've never gone... It's great till you have to land. Terra. <laughs> just just being great. in the thing and like the point where everybody's like, oh, well, this is the peaceful part. I, I don't know. I just feel like I can I can see myself. You couldn't relax. <laughs> no, I have this thing when I'm at a height. All I can picture in my head is me tumbling over the side. And but if the I don't sides catch, are pretty high. No, and not for me. Thick. They only come. They they don't even come to my waist, as I recall. It's, I did it one time. You must have been never in some again. Weird balloon. Because, yeah, because mine was up to my. Was yeah. pretty much up to my chest. I was pretty. Yeah, but I'm taller than you. Yeah, but not that much taller. Yeah. Like when I went, and I'm about the same, almost the same height as you, and it went, it went past my waist. So oh, maybe it was just like a little one. You know, part in, yeah, part of the people, freak out. So <laughs> when you for little people. question, when you landed, how did they have you land? It was super bumpy. We jumped Look. at 15 feet. Did you really? <laughs> oh my god! No, but there's special procedures for when you land. So that's why I'm wondering. So like for us, what what they had us do is kind of you all squat down, so you're kind of braced within the basket, so that if it is a bumpier landing, you're inside, so it doesn't like knock you, know you out or it's, anything. It's been like 25 years. Maybe that's what they did. I was just out of my mind. Terrified. Yeah, yeah, because they tell they told us to be almost like squat down into the basket so it reached up to your shoulders so we were all kind of and you're almost sitting 
like on like right on top of each other so that when you land you kind of land like that and then the the actual pilot of the uh the hot air balloon is the only one standing but it's so it's to protect you so that because you've heard in the past people who've flown out of the uh balloon while they're landing and that's kind of why they have you <laughs> somebody in somebody in the youtube chat said that this is all done in front of a green screen <laughs> yeah <laughs> Has there ever been anybody that was like famous and you just never got what the appeal was until suddenly you did? I don't I'll, know, I'll give man. you an example. I couldn't understand what the big deal was about uh, oh, who played Kylo Ren. Adam oh, Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah, I didn't get what, you know. Was it when you watched Marriage Story? Yeah. It was like, oh, he actually right? is a really great actor. Yeah. What do you mean? Here's a hottie. From the beginning. And that I still don't get. <laughs> that women think that... I think... Because he that, looks like every I think he's emo. tall. I think you're getting con- tall confused with hot. No, no. <laughs> he looks like every no, emo he's... fantasy I've ever had as yeah. a child. Like, he has yeah. that dark, brooding hair. Like when he threw that fit, too? Super, yeah, yeah. super like in, pale in skin. Wars. In Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the same reason you don't get why girls are attracted to Marilyn Manson, I am attracted to Marilyn Manson. So this makes, like, the Adam Driver totally makes sense. You're you're right. I don't get why <laughs> I'm attracted to Marilyn Manson. All right, something smells great in here. I don't know what it is. It's donuts. The donuts. Oh, you brought the donuts in here. I just dropped two off you to you. They're to your right. She was in there. Look, anything that's been happening that's not involving David Blaine, he's not paying attention. Yeah, to he's it. really not. To your right, there's two donuts next to you. Ah, uh, yeah. What are you thinking? You're eating something. Quick, yeah. quick, Buzz, tell a joke. I got a, I got a laugh all ready to go for you. Oh, God. I, you know what? I I actually had, like, a joke I wanted to share <laughs> okay. with Joanna. Okay. okay. Don't don't actually, like, turn your mic off, Joanna, because I, I got one backed up ready to okay. go. Okay. Joanna, what's gray and comes in gallons? What? Elephants. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my Beavis laugh? That was your Beavis laugh. Or your butthead my laugh. My butthead laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, did you hear about the man with no penis? No. He just came out of nowhere. <laughs> just see her laughing back there. Oh, I didn't have one lined up. Oh, I thought you were going to do oh, the laugh. Sorry, Joanna. No. You like that I one? My mic no, I was, trying, I was trying to find out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that one? I don't, I don't know. That's... I, it, was just, it was just a reaction All to right. something, and you're just. Oh. <laughs> do you have another one ready? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. This isn't the older laugh, but yeah. Bear walks into a bar. Uh-huh. He says to the bartender, "Give me a whiskey and a diet coke." Okay. And the bartender says, "Why the big paws?" And the bear sh- shrugged and said, "I don't know. I was just born with them." Joanna <laughs> <laughs> <a> soundboard. <laughs> You know, and if I'm, if I'm enclosed in something like it's a plane, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. If I'm in, are, yeah, you're out in the open. Here, if I'm buddy. on a roller coaster and it's going rolling fast, I'm pretty fine with that. It's only when I can sit there. It has to be like. Have you ever been on a Ferris wheel? Because that scares the living daylights out of me. At, when when it stops. And when it stops. Yeah. Can when it stops the is the worst. California Adventure. I've never been on that. Oh, one really? Cause because it's got, it also has the ones that swing. 
I, kind of like go I can't around. get on those. I'll get on that roller coaster, but not on that. Okay, so the, you know Western Playland, right? Uh-huh. You know the scariest, the only ride I'm terrified of is the Skylift. Oh. The one that's like the ski uh-huh. lift? Because you, you just, oh, and it was it's terrible when my daughter was little because she'd be there and it's like, well, she could just slip out. I, I, I don't know. I just, I can't deal with any kind of situation where there's a possibility you might fall or that, or that one of, somebody else might fall. Yeah. I just freak out. So this this is my nightmare. What David <laughs> Blaine's doing right now is my nightmare. Well, anyway, you can go over and check it out uh, on YouTube. It's David Blaine's Ascension. And I don't know how I long he's, he's going to be doing to, this part. But I think he was close to 10,000. They should have the um, altimeter on there on, at all times. Like, it just kind of... Dude, there's a helicopter flying right next to him. That can't be safe. Oh, there's a helicopter flying about a thousand feet below him, is what it looks like to me. <laughs> you think the helicopter's part of the stunt? No, I think it is. Like, I because they man, I'm telling you, go listen to that one podcast with Joe Rogan. He talks about all of the different things that they had to do just to be able to pull this off. He had to get a specific amount of um, jumps out of a plane. So that he can get certified. He was doing multiple jumps a day. They had to test run all of the equipment with basically a bag that weighed the same amount as him. And they would see which direction it was going to go. And they had to prove to the FAA that this thing was safe. And I mean, it was it was nuts, man. Well, I mean, some of that seems like it would have gone out the window when they had to change the venue for yeah. it. At the last minute. All right. Well, David Blaine is, you know what? Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with that. That takes a lot of nerve to do something like that. I wonder if the LAX jetpack guy is going to fly around. See what's <laughs> up with David Blaine. <laughs> that just happened like yesterday, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Somebody look the up. The FBI is now conf- uh, they are investigating this. Somebody just wrote in, the, in their Blaine. YouTube chat that said, "Now pop a balloon and say, is this your card?" <laughs> 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 to shut up all the critics. <laughs> That's hilarious. Somebody look up He's the at guy. 12,300 feet. The guy who did this, he didn't get any permits. The guy who did this like in the 70s or early 80s did it with a lawn chair attached to a bunch of weather balloons. And he did it without any permission, without any training, without any clearance. And he shot way up. Like it was, it was super high, as I recall. I haven't read about it in a long time, but this guy just just did it to see if he could. And he had a BB gun. He was going to shoot out the balloons one by one to get down. And then he fumbled and dropped the. Uh, so did he die? No, he lived, but he committed suicide a few years after that, if oh. I recall. See, look, uh, they're saying they don't think they're thinking. Hopefully, are thinking that it's a drone because uh, three, oh, maybe to, oh, with you like mean the LAX? Yeah, like, they're thinking it might be in a drone because um, three thousand feet, which is where the plane was. They say that's almost impossible for someone to be up that high. Well, I've David seen planes at thirteen thousand. Yeah, right? no, wait, hold on, let me see. I, I've seen jetpack videos, but they look like they're maybe 
40 or yeah maybe a hundred at the most off the ground not three thousand feet like have you ever seen those pranks where somebody puts like the ghost or the goblin or ghoul looking thing on a drone and so it looks like it's flying around a park oh i've seen one where they like that where they put something that looked like a witch on a broom but they put it on they did they dressed up their drone to look like that and freak people out it's the buzz adams morning show podcast all right, we've got time to uh, do a nice long set here, talk about stuff that's going on. More David Blaine! Yeah. He's I up mean, there. What's going on with him? Where are you at? He's still in the air. Still in the air. Where is this happening at? In I think the Arizona. Vegas? Oh. Is he the one that's always in Vegas? Is it? I, I, you know, I used to get him and Chris Angel confused. Yeah. I guess they really don't have that much in common other than... Arizona. Other than eyeliner. Yeah, just That's as Arizona. difference. Yeah, Arizona desert. Uh, David Blaine's going to try and get up to 25,000 feet, and then he's going to put on a parachute. It's already on. Oh, oh he, he must have missed it in the break. Yeah, okay. he did already put it on. No, I mean, he put it on a while ago. He was... The oh, whole see, point there, was- there's... That's most of the drama there because he was he was hanging for this thing without a parachute. Yeah. And I thought that like the big part of the trick is going to be... Putting the parachute on. Mm-hmm. Now that he's got it on, I mean, I think he's pretty pretty much through the worst of it, right? Well, he ne- he's still needs to be able to detach himself from the balloons and not detach himself from his parachute. Sure. Okay. But I think that I think you are right in the sense that kind of the 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 build up moment. I mean, other than when he detaches and he starts to fall. Um, was that transition of you need to get your parachute on? Because I think he went to about five thousand feet, then he put it on, and then was he twenty five thousand deta- before he plummets? Was he detached from any kind of you know safety line at any point? No, he's been um, he's been hooked to the balloons the entire time. Okay, so he, there's probably something that he he detached. Yeah, okay. So like a oh, what are those? Things called a carbiner, carabiner, carabiner. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. It is called a carabiner. A carabiner is how you pronounce that word. I I have to use them in aerials. It's the only because I thought it was a carabiner, and everyone's like, "No, it's a carabiner." I'm like, "That sounds wrong." Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "It is." What the, did you just call it? You know exactly. what? It, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a, a, a Mexican that comes from the Bahamas. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I'm it, not all Mexican. I'm more of a carabiner. Yeah, no, it's a it's a carabiner. I had to learn that this year. So, is he getting ready to jump? Oh my god! Well, there's a lot going on up there, guys. Uh, I had to look up. I was telling you about the guy who back in the I said either 70s or 80s. It turned mm-hmm. out it was 82. Uh, who attached a bunch of balloons to a lawn chair. His name was Larry Walters. And he became known as Lawn Chair Larry. And it has its own <laughs> Wikipedia page. Better than Leisure Suit Larry. His flight uh, was 45 minutes. He did this in 1982. He had an ordinary patio chair, it says, and 45 helium filled weather balloons. What David Blaine is using right now are those weather balloons. I mean, they, they're made to look like. The balloons you know, from bl- up. Like the balloons from up, sure. I'm not quite sure what they are. Well, and, this- and he, even, he did even go into all this. He, he spoke about the kind of gas that they're using, whether it's helium or hydrogen or, you know. He went into all of that on the podcast he did with Joe Rogan. 
Okay, so it says uh, the aircraft rose. This I'm talking about Lawn Chair Larry now. <laughs> rose to an altitude of over 15,000 feet and floated from his takeoff point of San Pedro into controlled airspace near LAX. So that's a, that's pre- if you know the LA area, that's a <laughs> that's a pretty good trip. Uh, it's let's see. I I remember there was uh, he had a like a pellet gun. He was going to shoot that shoot out the balloons, and he dropped the gun at some point. Let's see. He d- he had a parachute on. And took a pellet gun, a CB radio, sandwiches, and beer. (laughs) (laughs) Snack, drink a drink. He had friends and his girlfriend helping him. Friends cut the cord and tied his lawn chair to his Jeep. The lawn chair rose rapidly to a height of about 16,000 feet. I think that's right around where David Blaine is right now. So imagine with David Blaine doing this where he's hooked up and he's harnessed into these balloons. That dude was in a lawn chair. (laughs) He was like, this seems safe. Let's do it. After 45 minutes in the sky, Walters, we're back to lawn chair Larry now, shot several balloons, taking care not to unbalance the load. So he couldn't just randomly shoot balloons. He had to (laughs) shoot them out so it was balanced. He then accidentally dropped his pellet gun. He descended slowly until the balloons got caught in a power line oh, <laughs> in Long Beach. David Blaine's at 18,500 feet right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Does it say anything about uh, Lawn Chair Larry turning around and a kid named Russell was there waiting for him? Helping him find his No, but a, a lot of people remember snipe? one of our most famous April Fool's pranks was when we said that we were going to... Basically, we did a War of the Worlds you know, imaginary version of, and Mondo went up, or people believed and that he had gone up in a lawn chair with a bunch of balloons attached to it. And, and ended up over in Mexico, didn't he? Well, yeah, that's the way it played out. But so many people were calling in to say they could see him, you know. What? Yeah, he was in the, he was in the production studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think uh, we were getting calls from all the news channels. We <laughs> wanted to find out more about it. It, it. it was a successful April Fool's prank. Let's just put it that way. It's almost at 23,000 feet, man. I was going to say, where's David Blaine? Almost 23,000. He's going to be dropping here very shortly. And you know what sound he's going to make when he comes down? What? Oh. <laughs> I thought for sure you are going to play the sploosh. Oh. Oh, no. I don't want to miss this. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we got time to talk about a uh, few important things. That I don't know how important this is. <laughs> Tyler Perry is officially a billionaire now, and most of it is thanks to Medea. Medea. It's been 15 years since Tyler Perry released his first Medea movie, and according to Forbes, he is now officially a billionaire. He's created 22 movies, over 20 stage plays. 13 TV shows and two New York Times best-selling books. He's also had movie roles. Uh, he in, was in Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah, right. He was in Gone Girl. He was also, he played the same character that Morgan Freeman, I think, played in Along Came a Spider. I, I forget what that hmm. what that character's name is, but 
you know, it's like how different actors play Bourne or, yeah. or Bond. Or Jack Ryan. Yeah, that's a good example. He can credit a lot of his wealth uh, to the fact that Hollywood, that oh. well that Hollywood snubbed him at the beginning, so he he did it himself, and he owns and controls everything everything yeah. that he's done, and produces everything in his own studio in Atlanta, which some people call Hollywood East. Yeah, he has a lot of different things that he works on out there. Good for him. You want to talk about that? What, uh, well, not you, Lisa. Okay. I mean, but Brandon would yeah. probably know more about this. Giselle Bunchen. Oh yeah, really oh, yeah, had no, an nothing. issue with Bill Belichick, the way that Tom Brady wasn't treated with the respect he deserved, and she's calling out Bill. She's calling out Robert Kraft. So it involves Giselle, Tom, team owner Robert Kraft, and Belichick. So yeah. This is a... Uh, it's a new book. It's a new book, and it's not written by Giselle, but the book claim... And it's called The Dynasty. Giselle... Well, did she what, did she know she was being quoted? I would imagine so. All right. So, in this new book, The, the Dynasty, Giselle reportedly went off on Robert Kraft about how Coach Belichick was mistreating Tom. And this was back in 2017. She said it was ridiculous... That after all these years, Belichick treated Tom like quote effing Johnny Foxborough. What? What does um, that? What do you think that means? I don't know. I, I like just like. I mean, Foxborough's the relation to where well, the stadium sure. is. Sure. Yeah. 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 But why Johnny Foxborough? I guess Are, is she a saying generic, like a generic player, like oh, he's not anybody great. He's just like everybody else. Or that like we own him. Like he's only ever going to be associated. Yeah, it could I, be. She argued that uh, Belichick never voiced his approval, and that he would dress down. You know, uh, you know what dr- what a dressing down is, right? Yeah, getting yelled at. Yeah, he would dress down the most accomplished quarterback Blaine in league jumped. history. Hold on, he just oh! he just went. did he jump? Yeah. Oh my god, it's not opening. He just it's not opening. It. I'm Stop. sure it's going to open. Boy, his free fall is going on the entire time since Brandon said he jumped. He's still been in free fall right now. Where's that parachute? I don't even see him. Oh, now I see him. Oh, I love how they like zoomed out for this. Like, if he dies, we don't want anybody to see it that close. Yeah, he um, basically just kind of had a, um, I guess, a latch or something. He just had to pull on and he just went straight down. So now he's plummeting to earth. And he's going to be in the air for probably about almost a, a full minute before he needs to pull the parachute, I think. What if they pull a prank and make it look like his parachute never deployed? That would be pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, but you feel like when somebody's doing something like this, there has to be a little more to it. I mean, I'm fully impressed with what he's doing so far. But you think there's more? I, yeah, you're kind of waiting for, okay, oh, so it. there it goes. And parachutes out. Oh, and then he Uh, flew way up to the top of the screen. Yeah. All right, looks like David Blaine's going to be okay. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Back to uh, Giselle and her problem with Bill Belichick. Bunchen? Well, she said Bill Belichick would would dress down the, the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Also, the book says that Tom was there at the time Mm -hmm. that Giselle was going off on Kraft. 
have you already read all this stuff you yeah, know about this? They were, yeah, they were. It was when they banned Brady's personal trainer because he the guy that guy used to travel everywhere with them, um, and they they didn't want to be associated with that dude anymore because he's not a doctor. Um, and doesn't he look? Whatever Tom Brady's doing is obviously working for Tom Brady, but doesn't he believe in a lot of really non scientific yeah. stuff? Just oh, yeah. Stuff that just sounds like. There was stuff in his book, Poppycock. TB12, about how he did, he can't get uh, sunburnt because he drinks enough water. <laughs> like things like it's really strange it stuff way. like that. So um, <laughs> he can't get sunburnt. So they, it was it was at that time when they were having an issue with that. And again, this is you know 2017. Brady did end up coming back and played two more years. They won a Super Bowl after all this. But last year, you could almost tell that Brady was. He just was not happy. He was done in New England. His heart wasn't in it. His final throw for the Patriots was an interception to the Titans, so it just it 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 ended very unceremoniously. But that's that's I full on have been anticipating this for fifteen years now because that's what Belichick does. So it didn't matter who Brady was. So after this blow up that Giselle had, they still won a Super Bowl. Yeah, the next year, the next season, right? Yeah, it just goes to show you Belichick knows what he's doing. <laughs> Tom is now with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I. Got to say, it's probably going to put a well. I was going to say it's going to put a lot of butts in the stands, but we got. Yeah, I guess not. not. Really. <laughs> okay, listen. Oh, Belichick let's, filmed a subway commercial. Did you see that? Really? Uh, he's got a subway commercial. Yeah. So the just a quick synopsis of it: a guy's coming up with like a box of chicken, and Belichick's looking at him. So the guy's like, "Oh, I should go get subway." Blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, Belichick pulls some scissors out and just cuts the dude's sleeves off of his business suit. Oh, because okay. like, he wears you those good. sleeveless things. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, Tyler Perry, we were just talking about him officially being uh, recognized as a billionaire by Forbes. There's a series premiere. It's Tyler Perry's Assisted Living premieres on BET tonight. Mr. Brown and Medea's daughter become investors in a home for the elderly after the new owner realizes he's in over his head. Well, I got to tell you, that sounds just as terrible as the movies were. (laughs) Also, second season premiere of MTV's Ghosted is tonight on MTV. And do we have basketball on the schedule tonight? I believe we do. I haven't really checked. Um, All right. Dr. Fauci uh, made it very clear, I think, that the thing that a lot of people who... Somehow. Oh, we got a game seven tonight. Damn, how did I forget that? Who's playing? Oklahoma City and Houston. That's going to be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time tonight. And then you also have Miami-Milwaukee. Miami took game one from the Bucks, dude. Dr. Fauci uh, said that the thing that you've been sharing from the CDC, and, and he said this in the nicest, he said, Please gentlest stop. way possible. Stop being stupid. Yeah, you're being dumb. So here's Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. Whoops! Hold on, I gotta, I gotta still turn got down. Blaine up yeah, there. I still got David Blaine descending to the to the earth. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let me try again. <laughs> people that post that sort of thing, I also see them post. Well, how many people died in a car accident, and they listed the cause of death as COVID nineteen. I would assume zero. None. Remember that we had that dude call up. Oh, and he was yeah. like, "What about that skydiver that died?" And oh, and it turned out it was from ba- Babylon B, which is yeah. a satirical website. Right. There's a lot of misinformation, but the the chutzpah of you know, Doctor Anthony Fauci has been the number one infectious mm-hmm. disease expert in the United States, which 
essentially Through makes him the number president. Right. Since the 80s, since Reagan was in office, and all of a sudden some rando on Facebook knows more than Dr. Fauci. Not only that, Dr. Fauci's a fraud oh, all of a oh, sudden. And just to wrap up the show, David Blaine has touchdown. All right. Have a great Wednesday, uh, everybody. Thank God David Blaine's okay. We'll be back tomorrow. we got a big show on the way for you for Thursday. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you then. How so messed we'll... up would it be if he got bit by a rattlesnake? <laughs> like if he landed on a, ra- on a, like a nest of rattlesnakes? <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you tomorrow.